Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Cinema Bros here with episode 11. This is G, and I'm here with Nicholas. What's up, everybody? Merry Christmas and happy holidays. We're here with episode 11, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We're here. How you doing, G? Doing good. Feeling holly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a couple more days to go. Yeah, it's actually crazy. Yeah. It's like flown, like it always does, but... It really does, and the next thing we'll know, it'll be next year. Yeah, and we'll be coming at you with more Christmas movies. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Man, I have like a, a deep connection to this movie, I guess, is what also a thing I want to bring up. Yeah. Um, I, you obviously found this out pretty early about our family, but we, my family has a tradition of watching this movie every night on Christmas Eve. Like, and when you're like, oh man. Really? No, seriously. Every Christmas Eve since I was like a kid. <laughs> this movie taught me a lot of words. That's almost... <laughs> As a kid, this movie taught me... Like snake liquor. Those, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it taught me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... Yeah, I have a deep connection to this movie. And every time I watch this movie, it reminds me of Christmas Eve every year. Hmm. With my family at night. You know? Curled up with some hot cocoa watching this movie. I'm pretty sure, like, like I knew of the movie, right? But I'm pretty sure, like, because of your family, like, I actually, like, watched it. Watched yeah, it. like, yeah. and then, like, I don't know, sat down, and now we, now you're forced to watch it every year. <laughs> every Christmas <laughs> Now we're doing a podcast about and it. And now we're doing a podcast about it. Yeah. Now you have to watch it twice in a year. Yeah. But what it's these? such an easy watch, though. It is. It's, and it's, it's pretty short, too. It is pretty short. It is. It is very short. Which is why you can watch it on Christmas Eve night and you can still get to bed early enough for, for Santa, Santa to come. come. Yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you saw where I was going. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah, I did. For plenty of time for Santa to come, you can you you can still go to bed because it's uh it's not too long. And it's an easy watch. There's no like there's nothing that's like, oh this part really like drags on. Like it's exactly the length it needs to be, I think. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean There's nothing like that they it was desperately needed. Although a Christmas Day scene would have been nice, but like the next morning, I guess. Yeah, actually, because we never got to see like the presents everybody got. We said that about Die Hard too. We did. Why is it that like all the Christmas <laughs> movies never really show you Christmas Day? They just like end. Yeah. Um, I actually have a nugget. Already <laughs> about this. What are we like three minutes in? <laughs> we're not even three minutes in, but we're, <laughs> we're literally talking about it. And if I drop it at a different time, you'd be like, "Well, you should have brought that up earlier." So all I'm right, just dropping right. it now. Go ahead. So, despite being a Christmas movie, Christmas Day is actually never seen because this movie ends on Christmas Eve. That's the nugget, which is literally <laughs> what we just said. But yeah. I had that pre-prepared. Gotcha. But now you know we've said it. But it it is kind of crazy. You just never see Christmas Day in Die Hard. You actually are on Christmas Day. It ends right, like Christmas morning. You don't even get to Christmas morning in this movie, which is no. so interesting. You know? A Christmas Day scene would have been cool, but I think it ended right where it needed to be. Hmm. It's, at, it's, at like a, uh, it's at like the most chill time there's been in like 24 hours. It's just Clark alone. He's just like, I, I did it. <laughs> which is, after all that, that's what he says. Like, yeah, mission accomplished. Like, but I think it ends at a, at a, at a perfect time. You know? Yeah. So, I don't really see uh, a bad time. It's not a bad time, I guess. It ends at a perfect time. No, I think, it, yeah. I think an hour and a half is, is pretty sweet. 
<clears throat> uh, like you said, it just makes it a super easy watch. Oh, yeah, 100%. This movie's actually, like, newer than I thought it was. I actually cannot tell you the year right now. 89. 89? Yeah. See, that's actually, kind of weird. For some reason, I thought it was, like, early 80s. That's what I was thinking. Like, 85, 86, oh, I was like 82, or like something like 89. that. 89, so it's almost 1990. That's crazy. Yeah, and then apparently, uh, so Christmas Vacation 1989 is directed by Jeremiah Chechik, I think is how you say his last name. This is his directorial debut. Wow. Yeah. A banger. <laughs> so, directorial debut. I read this thing, uh, and it was... Nugget? You're dropping one, too. I guess it is. Not even at the five-minute mark. No, I, I had, you we dropped a nugget, I gotta drop it. We nugget. have two, though, okay. before five minutes. Uh, that if it wasn't for Stanley Kubrick... Mm-hmm. Like, he might not have even gotten this movie. So, apparently, like, he, um, like, started out as a photographer for Vogue. Mm. Uh, Jeremiah Chechik, that is. Right. And then ended up doing commercial directing. So, he was, like, directing commercials and stuff. Interesting. And I guess that, like, he directed these commercials in the United States that were, like, so ahead of their time i don't know really? it sounds really weird to say but stanley right. kubrick noticed it and like said something about how this guy's commercials were like his favorite thing going on in film right now <laughs> what that's crazy yeah and so after that all these people started sending jeremiah chechik like scripts and stuff like that um that's crazy and then he said like he had never done a comedy so that's why he decided to try his hand at this christmas vacation yeah never seen any other because this is the third movie in the franchise yeah i think so yeah, yeah. and he said never saw the the previous two ones <laughs> that's yeah. crazy just randomly was just like yeah sure i'll give it a I try mean, i'll do national life christmas vacation <laughs> yeah. and it's now one of the most popular movies not only during yeah. the christmas but just to watch i would say it's like one of those like cult classics yeah you know what i mean everybody's seen it like like you got like you guys can't be the only ones that have a family tradition of no watching this. i i can guarantee it, honestly. That yeah. somebody else, yeah, gotta watch this on Christmas Eve because it's uh it's that movie and it's very and it's very um, Christmassy. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's much more Christmassy than Die Hard was. Um, sure, which is why we're doing this one closer to Christmas. Yeah, because yeah. this is the Christmas movie, precisely. Yeah. And I'm sad next year when we have to do a different Christmas movie. And I'm like, I want to do Christmas Vacation again because <laughs> it's my favorite Christmas movie. Yes, I mean it's so good. So yeah, I guess '89. That that shocks me. '89 mm-hmm. really surprises me. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, I thought well, it was way earlier. I'm glad because there's a scene. There's a specific scene in this movie where I like. I don't know why I never looked it up until, like, before this. But there's a specific scene in the movie where I'm always like, what year did this movie come out? Mm-hmm. And we'll get to it later. Um, but now I know, and it answers the question for me. I can't think of anything in this movie that, like, dates it so much. That I'm like, wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, usually there's something in the movie that dates how old the movie. Maybe the station wagon. Yeah, that was, like, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind. That's um, probably, if, I, if there has to be one, it's probably the station wagon. Yeah. The station wagon... And then I just feel like, like the house, the like house. the decorations in the house. Um, I guess so. Yeah, the lights on the tree are like really big and bulky. Yeah, we have like cooler, smaller lights now. Yeah, some stuff like I feel like the station wagon is the like big one. The attire, I guess, like yeah. the the clothing and stuff. Yeah, but 
It just felt like way more, and I mean, technically 89 is still 80s, but you're like on the cusp there of like getting into the 90s, and it just felt like way more 80s to me. The 90s, yeah. 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 Well, they're both very specific, you know? Yeah. And you can pick out, this is 90s, this is 80s. That's true. And because it's on the cusp, it's kind of like, oh. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, if it was, like, a trivia contest, and the question is, like, is it is this movie, like, closer to the 90s, or is it closer to, to the, like, 70s? I would say, like, 70s, but that's not true. Do you know? Because, yeah. like I just said, I thought it was, like, 80, like, 2. I did not think it was 18, or 18, <laughs> 1989. I did not think it was 1989. Kind of crazy. I knew it was 80s, though. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to answer that closer to the 90s or the 70s. I would have been right. like, oh, it's 85, going right down the middle. Go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said, 85. Yeah. Back to the Future came out in 85. Hmm. A little <laughs> fun, fun fact. fact. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Back to the Future encyclopedia. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he is, folks. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> should we, should we, do you want to jump in? Yes. I want to go ahead and shout out the cool intro that this movie has. It's the animated, animated yeah. which is so cool. Like, I made what, a note about that. What like other movie has in like an animated like intro, like, especially a holiday movie? I love that it doesn't Poor, just start with them driving down the street going to get the Christmas tree. Like, Poor like, Santa too. I feel like it adds something to this movie. Can we also talk about how this movie PG thirteen? Well, that's what I was trying to see. Yeah, how is this an PG-13? animated intro because it's from the eighties. I was like, now remember, remember Ghostbusters? I guess that's true. Was like PG. Th- this would be R today, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's like too much that I was like, yeah, today be R. Yeah, but the 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 standards of ratings have just changed so much. Oh, I agree. Maybe that dates me more than anything else. Is that PG thirteen? I was so surprised. Honestly, like, R. it's got to be R. I'm surprised they don't change like that stuff. I mean, there's no like real violence or anything like that no. in it. No. On IMDb, I feel like the only thing that it said was there was like a few things that were mild, and it's like yeah, you know that's how they like categorize language. It. Language is like definitely mild. suggestive behavior, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But but yeah, in this animated intro, so cool. Santa's just like keeps yeah, he gets beat up at the Griswold. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically the point of the intro is to show you how bad luck. It's the house. The house clearly has bad yeah. luck. Yeah, um, he's getting beat up at the Griswolds, and he's this... probably skipping that house next year. Yeah, this year he or next year he's dropping like a he's putting the prince in a parachute and just dropping on the lawn. He, yeah, he ain't even going close just to doing the house. a flyby. A flyby, yeah. yeah. Um, this intro plus the Christmas vacation song together is it's like a my Christmas vacation. Yeah, it's yeah. like my childhood. I don't know why because, okay. like I said, I watched it so much. It like reminds me of like first time I watched it when I was a kid, and all every time since then, Christmas Eve watching it. Hmm. I don't know why it's just it, just the intro. Like when it starts, it's like. Boom. I know this movie. Yeah. Um, that f- blanket, that warm blanket of nostalgia just starts. That's a perfect way to describe it because that's exactly how I felt watching it. You yeah. know, I'm always like, every time I watch it, I'm like, yep, there it is. This There's like a comforting, like, it's Christmas vacation. And yeah. I, and I don't have to worry. And it's cool. And it reminds me of my childhood. Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Which might influence my score. I don't know. But... That's kind of the point of our own personal score, though. Yeah. Stuff influences it, you know? Right. But, yeah, the minute the music music starts and the intro starts playing, it's like, ah, <laughs> this movie, you know? And everybody probably has that. 
And I have multiple that are like that, but for Christmas time and Christmas movies, this one's definitely it. Yeah. You know? Um, so this intro, like, and this movie just holds that special place. And I want to say that for everybody's like, wow, Scott really likes this movie. It's probably, it's, that's a lot of it's probably that as well. Not only is it good, is it, I've just been watching it for, yeah. for Your entire life. Yeah, basically. Almost. Yeah. So, but yeah. Santa's just getting beat up. He can't win at the Griswold's house. He literally just can't win. But he calls the reindeer and they, they get him out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And After it, he, like, like, launches himself through the roof, like... Yeah, he's trying couch. to get through the skyline. Yeah. Um, this and the Countdown to Christmas thing are two very unique, like, things about this movie that I really like. The animated intro and, like, the opening the doors to the Countdown of Christmas. To... What is it? Um, an advent calendar. advent calendar. Yeah, I like could not think of the name for it. Yeah, I actually made a note about that. It's how, super cool. Well, I mean, since you brought it up, I'll go ahead and talk about it. How like we've talked in different episodes previously about how movies will show time progressing. Yes, we have a lot. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was a very cool way of doing that. Mm-hmm. It's a new day, and then you also see, okay, we're getting close to Christmas, we're getting yep. close to Christmas. But it also shows you just how long, like, all the family was there in the house. <laughs> it does, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, they haven't lost their minds yet? I mean, they do by the end of Clark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't anybody? Yes. With all, everything going wrong, and you're trying to make it perfect, and it just keeps, like, just, nope, nope, yep. nope. Like, you'd get annoyed, too. Like, guarantee. You might think, like, wow, he's acting crazy, but trust me... If it happened to you, I guarantee you, you'd be oh yeah going berserk as well, like <laughs> just backfiring everything. Well, because especially because like Ellen says at one part of this movie, he's he he puts a lot of pressure on himself to make everything perfect. Yes, which probably doesn't help. No, but I don't blame him for wanting like a perfect Christmas. Like who doesn't you know? Yeah, that's what he says. He's just like always wanted a Christmas like this, which is hard. That's all more pressure that he's putting on himself. You know? Yeah. So it's like, uh, but. Well, I feel like each time something goes wrong, it just makes that much more pressure to mm-hmm. get the next thing it's, right. It builds up. Yeah. Yeah, it builds. Yeah. And then after the animated intro's over and we get our title card and everything, uh, Clark, Ellen, and the kids are driving in their station wagon. Yep. They're in the snowy mountains. drive sleigh. What's the front wheel drive sleigh. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're not writing notes for this. Because you might know this, but I... You probably do know this, but I, as well as probably my sisters, can recite this movie from, like, I don't even, I didn't really need to watch it. Yeah, I was watching it, and your sister was just like, the, <laughs> we the watched it together the first time, but the second time I watched it, you know, I'm taking my notes, and she's, like, doing other stuff, but I can hear her, like... Saying the lines before they have them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just from, like, another room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For another room, she's doing the entire rant. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing the whole rant about the boss. No, but, like, I was like, man, of course I did, but I was like, man, do I even need, like, I literally can remember this movie from heart. And yeah. that's how you know you've watched it a lot, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, they're driving. They're going to get the Christmas tree. And Clark and Ellen are caroling. Yes. They're singing along as they're going to get their Christmas tree. Clark's driving glasses, definitely. <laughs> he, it's the only time he ever wears them, so I have to assume they're for driving. They must be, because... He never wears them again. I don't even recall him wearing them, to be honest with you. He's wearing glasses, and I feel like they're for driving, but those kind of take the movie themselves. 
those yeah. glasses yeah. as big as they are it, yeah they're as big as you said um and the kids are obviously hating the caroling they're kind of rolling around in the back seat yeah miserable this, this i also want to say this podcast is probably gonna be me and garrett quoting the entire movie because <laughs> i firmly believe that this movie is one of the most quoted movies of all time it has to be yes if you go on around the street with a microphone and say like quote christmas vacation go somebody's going People will know it, and they're going to quote it. Oh, yeah. It has to be one of the most quoted movies of all time because the lines are so iconic. Well, there's, like, Christmas ornaments and stuff like that that are, like... Yeah, that say that. Quotes from the movie, essentially. And there's shirts, there's, like, cups, there's... Yeah. Bumper stickers, like, there's everything... Yeah. ...you can think of. Stickers, everything has quotes from this movie. And one of them is right in this first scene that I love where they're singing, and he goes, Take it, Russ, and then Russ... <laughs> the backseat's completely dead. It's quiet, <laughs> dead quiet. <laughs> And then they just keep singing, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have a lot more than I think I will, as someone who's just seen it so many times. Because my first, like, thing is when he's just like, look, a deer. And then, like, we haven't gotten here yet, but... That's kind of where I am at. Yeah. Or are you just saying I have more detail? What do you mean? Well, just that you're going to have, like, more of, like, these, like, quotes and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But... Kind of in the next scene while we're driving, these two hillbillies kind of roll up in the truck. Yes. Yeah. It's the old... So actually, like, this is just showing how nerdy I am. You don't typically see old trucks like that that are two doors. Mm-hmm. Like, that have, like, a double cab like that with, like... Yeah. Normally, all the old trucks are just a bench seat with... I mean, there's two doors, one on each side, but, like... There's no back seat and there's no door for the back seat. Not four door then. Right. Is what you're saying. Okay, yeah. yes. Yeah, there's no, not a lot of old four door trucks. This truck is a four door. <laughs> um, I didn't even. So See, I was this just, is what you've got though. You've got this, <laughs> which I don't have. It's just so like random and really has nothing at all to do with the movie. Hey, it's, you're, we're adding detail. That's, but, like, that's, that's important. I'm pretty sure it's a dodge d series a d200 from like the 60s but dodge was the first mm -hmm. out of like the american truck because i looked this up because okay. this is just what i what, what what g does ladies and pause gentlemen pause the movie and say i wonder when the first four-door truck was put into production <laughs> and that's so random dodge was the first one to do it in the 60s there you go um there's your dodge nugget <laughs> <laughs> this that's, episode brought to you by dodge that's, yeah right <laughs> Dodge, please sponsor us. Yeah. That's a really cool... <laughs> that's a really cool nugget. But That's a nugget. But yeah, these hillbillies are tailgating them. They are. They're riding yeah. their butts. Yep. Yep. So they eventually just pass the Griswolds. They pass and drive in front of them. Yep. And then there's, hey kids, look a deer. And he gives the uh, the guys the bird as they're as passing. As they're driving by. As they're yeah. passing, yeah, yeah. He gives them the bird. Um, <laughs> which is always funny because everybody in the car is like, <laughs> where? Yeah. It works. And he's just got this, like, grin on his face, like the smile. Because well, I feel like he's still, like, looking forward. Yeah. So he's not even, like, paying attention to him, but he's, yeah. it's, at, it's there, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Clark passes them. Yes. Because he's getting annoyed. And he's like, I want them in behind. You, don't, you want do those you, people in front of us? Yeah, because they, like, brake check him. They do. Yeah, and he's like, do you want to drive behind somebody that drives like that? He always says Ellen in a specific way. He's like, Ellen, you really want us to drive behind that kind of guy? <laughs> um, and then we get the, another iconic line, of course, eat my rubber. Yeah. <laughs> As he passes them again. Russ 
corrects him immediately. And yeah, yeah, he's like, I think it's eat my dust. Whatever. He's like, yeah, whatever. Um, the truck passes them again, which uh, pisses Clark off that he decides to just go do it again. And unbeknownst to him, uh, a semi truck yes. <laughs> with logs. I feel like it's one of the most iconic things, like him driving under this truck. But this semi truck with logs is also right on the other side of the road. So he tries to change lanes and pass, and he goes underneath goes the truck. Under truck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about checking your blind spot, but it's a giant semi truck. Just and he's like in between like the front wheels of the truck and like the back wheels. They're kind of like trailer. teetering back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> under this truck. Um. They drive, they finally get out from under it, and there's, a, like, a snowplow. A giant snowplow sitting there. Yeah. So then he swerves from that, and there's, like, a little s- ramp made out of snow. Like an dr- embankment? He drives up it. They, like, are, they get some pretty sick airtime in that. In their station, station wagon. wagon. Yeah. And come flying into the, they hit the sign, come flying into the Christmas tree farm. And, of course, Clark being the, the optimist that he, that he is has uh, made pretty good time. Yeah, yeah, he's... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, he makes the comment about the time. So, and this is, like, what I don't get, because next, they literally, like, crash into, like, a tris- Christmas tree lot sign, but then they, like, walk out into the middle of nowhere to get a tree. <laughs> and I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Yeah. I think there'll there, probably be more than one. The sign is saying, like, there's Christmas trees here, but you'd think he'd have, like, a golf cart or something to go out there. <laughs> Not even a golf cart, but, like, a, a ATV, maybe. Bless you. <laughs> Garrett's having a sneezing break, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm surprised no, like, ATV or anything for them to get out there. <laughs> like, well, I feel if, like if, that's if the, not, like, the, associated with the lot. Like, here's the lot. I feel like it was. Because I feel like it's, like, a go out into the mountain and pick your own tree sort of thing. That's not what I... Uh, maybe. I feel like that's the point. Because well, Russ weird. even says, like, why didn't we just go to a lot? And he goes, because, like, this place has trees that you can go pick yourself and that's like the whole point is that he wants to go pick it and he doesn't want like a he well, wants it out of, right out of the ground he doesn't want it at a christmas tree farm where they're like he said they're like always dead and they over they're overpriced and dead oh you know i thought he was saying like yes all of that so we're gonna go do what our forefathers did which is just go out into the wild and pick a tree i don't know because they drove all the way out there so why would they drive like because he said there was christmas tree lots like near them so they drive all the way out here for a different christmas tree lot you know what i mean Right, because they're not. Because in my mind, they're not going to a lot. They're just going like. But they clearly do because they're in. A, they they crash into this lot. That's what I'm saying. Makes <laughs> no sense. At they all. crash into like this. It's not really a lot. It's more of a guy that owns a whole bunch of land and says like you can come grab a Christmas tree. That's what I think it is more of anything else. Because I don't see like a fences with a, with trees in them, in the background. And they're already in these mountains. They don't show you them getting into a car and like driving. Do you know what I mean? Because it already felt like a road trip. To get to where they are. So why would they would... You're saying they'd take more of a road trip to get, like, farther out into the wilderness? Maybe that. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's honestly just very confusing. Because it's not really a lot. Because it's in the middle of, like, a, the like mountains. Like, in the wilderness. Like, in the middle of nowhere. Right. So, I don't, it doesn't really make sense. It's a lot. But, no, it's definitely... But then again, like you said, they crash into a sign. It's like Christmas tree lot. Right. But yeah. I, I feel like it's a place, like, where you go out and there's a whole bunch of trees and you, like, pick it. But some people do that so they can get it, like, right out of the ground and pick which one they want instead of, like, here's your Christmas lot in 
right down the street from your house where someone brought them, like, three hours away from where you live to make it more convenient. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what Clark doesn't want. Somebody who already, like, cut down the tree and brought it for you. Yeah. I don't know. Because me and you could go get a tree, like, really easily over here in a lot somewhere. Right. Probably not now, but, like, earlier. Right. Versus, like, we Going could, we could also the, drive into the wild. We could also go up to the Appalachian Mountains and go out and cut one down, which I think is what they're doing. But it's also somebody's land. Like, I don't well, think they're just driving out and, like, those trees look good. Like, I feel like there's a guy that runs this, like, plot. Maybe. And it's his land, and he's like, hey, you can go pick a tree because there's a deleted scene that has never been seen. I told you about this before dinner because it was a nugget I almost put in. Right. And it's a scene where they're where uh, Clark's trying to haggle the tree lot owners, what it says. Right. Um, so that's... To give them... And to... Because he forgot his saw. So this scene clearly happens right after Russ says, Dad, you bring your saw? Um, and they go back to the tree lot guy, and he gives them a shovel to get the tree out of the ground. And that's apparently how they get it out of the ground. So it's I a deleted it scene, though. Like the sign... Is for the tree lot that this guy has. Mm-hmm. But they're like, we're not going to this tree lot. We're going to go off over here. I don't know. We don't need to keep talking. No, about no, no. It, we but... really don't. But I feel like that was their destination. Because this has made pretty good time. Like, that's where they were planning to go. To the tree lot. Yeah, which is where they're at. <laughs> no? No, I don't think <laughs> I'm so. I'm so confused. You think... You think okay. Maybe I maybe I missed. Maybe but I mean, this is, I'm just telling you, like when I watched it, this that's what I saw. I don't know what's right or wrong. If if you, especially if there's a deleted scene out there, because that could change everything. If you are correct, I might cry because that's my that's my that's my understanding of that scene. Then I it. probably am definitely wrong. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't actually cry, but like I, I don't know. We don't need to keep lingering on it. No, but it's kind of an interesting like topic because we took it two different ways. Yeah. I feel like that usually happens at least once in every episode. There's something that it's like, well, I thought it was this way. We have two different takes. Yeah. yeah. But this is like the entire like meaning of a scene. You might be right. Then if that was the case, they should have put in the scene where it's them like telling the tree lot guy, like, we don't want what you're selling. Yeah. But why would they drive all the way out there for a tree lot? It just doesn't make sense. You know? I, it's I don't so know. weird then. If that's yeah. the case, though, what you're, if what you're saying is the case, all I'm saying is it makes less sense. Yeah, I yeah, I, I'm like it's very. I don't know. Weird. I'm probably gonna say something. Like honestly, like I could do without all of this. Like I think the movie really starts like once, like really? they get the tree to the house. In my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We probably lingered too long on that, but it's okay. That's the point of this discussions. Yeah, we took it two different, completely ways. Yeah, God knows one's right. I mean, if y'all took it Garrett's way or my way, <laughs> send us a message and tell us. You know, <laughs> they're like no. They bought. They didn't buy one from the tree lot. I don't know. I was really interesting you brought that up though, because now I'm like rethinking like that entire scene. Well, because like the whole, it, they they basically have like a montage of them trekking through the snow, alluding to them like hiking like like for miles. Like at the end of it, Aubrey is like frozen. Yeah. Because they're like so far out and to the wilderness. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess so. And like. They're in waist deep snow, and because if they're buying it from somebody, you probably have like something. It'd be closer than that. Well, and I feel like if it was a real Christmas tree farm, like yeah, okay, they're still in the ground, but you'd still have like boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? 
like you have <laughs> rows of trees I guess you're right, to yeah. choose from. I guess. Yeah, you might be right. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, you might be right. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. How about that? Okay. We'll go with that. We will, we will take your uh, interpretation of it. Okay. So, either way, they do get a tree. They, they regardless of where they got it, they, they got find one. the yes. The I love, I love the oh that right. comes down over it starts glowing <laughs> gold. because he sees it. Um, it's absolutely humongous, and they drive the tree home with the roots still attached to it. Well, and that, yeah. Apparently they got it out with a shovel. And according that to the deleted scene. Makes so much sense because like that was one thing like that I always just like kind of just was like just chalked it up to At that point you just have to overlook it. Yeah. Now that we know it's cool. Yeah. Because I was always like, how in the heck did Clark did they out. do that? Yeah. Like, Dad, you get a saw? Don't Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sound effect. Yeah, and he's like, uh Audrey will look later. Her eyes are frozen shut. Yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> completely nonchalant about it but and then he like when he starts talking like he like starts developing like a lisp or something because like his tongue is frozen tongue i guess frozen, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and next next thing we kind of get <clears throat> is when todd and margo todd, yeah we we're talking margo and they the come home neighbors <laughs> they come home and clark comes out of the garage to with his chainsaw to get the roots off the tree yes <laughs> so he can actually put it in the house um, and Todd asks him, Clark, where are you putting on, planning on putting that tree? And he lifts up the, the Jason mask. And he responds and says, bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, you got some nerve. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> yeah, which makes me think. And like, then they like, they like shuffle into the house. <laughs> was he talking to Mark, like Margo, or was that him just being like, yeah, yeah, whatever, like. I'm, it was Margo, definitely. Because then he looks at her, and she like looks at him, and then they like shuffling out. <laughs> um, he and he, that's a line right there. I feel like that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like one. I've seen Christmas sweaters, like ugly Christmas sweaters, mm. with that on there, <laughs> like referencing this. Movie. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, hundred percent. And they finally get the tree in the house. So there you go, Jay. The movie has started. Begun. <laughs> yeah, they get the tree in the house, and he cuts it. Little fool, a lot of sap. Yeah, there's the it just it goes through their window. I love the how quick it goes, and for a split second, you can just see Ellen, and she's completely unsurprised of what's happening. She doesn't like scream or anything. She just lets like the branches like hit her. Like she's just not even surprised because I told you, Clark. Just it's probably just not surprising to her what she does, what he does anymore. <laughs> and he cuts it, and it just explodes. Tree everywhere. Yeah, tree everywhere. And that night, um. Clark, or Ellen's talking about how her mom has decided she's going to come for Christmas. Yeah. And Clark says, good, we want a big old, I want a big family Christmas, you know. That's what, yeah, he, that's what he, he wants. I've always wanted, yeah, a he, big family Christmas. He gets it. <laughs> and, like, I think it's funny, because, like, so they, he was talking about, uh, like, all the sap in the tree. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're reading magazines, like, they're reading in bed. Mm-hmm. And every time he flips the page, like in a magazine, it just like tears yeah. off. It gets stuck. Sticks yeah. to his fingers. And then, excuse me. <laughs> and then one, um, Ellen likes takes off his hand, but then it's stuck to hers. So then yeah. she just like yeah. scrapes it off. Yeah. I wanted to point out this pink blanket that they have. Okay. I don't know if you can picture the blanket. No, but I it's got like it. Yeah. A pink wool, like fleece type blanket. Probably but then very the, warm. The edge is trimmed in silk. Uh huh. 
Do you recall those blankets? Should I? I just feel like everybody's grandma had, I don't know, maybe like some of the younger listeners won't recall, but like, I remember having a blanket, like mine was baby blue. I feel like there were pink ones and there were baby blue ones. And those were the only two colors that they made them in. But I feel that that was probably like a super common blanket to have in the eighties. And then, so of course, growing up in the nineties, that was like leftover. Now that you say that, I'm pretty sure my grandmother has one. Yeah. And it's pink yeah that's like that's like the <laughs> blanket you say that, I, like, that God, would like, come out like when you went to go stay the night at somebody's house and they were like let me make you a pallet or something like that and they're like here this is the only one i got that's the blanket that <laughs> that's comes the blanket out, they of give the, you. out of the closet and yeah. it's usually way warmer than you need it and you end up just sleeping about it because <laughs> it's heavy and yeah no that's but it's actually, just like weird it's actually really good yeah i saw this blanket in the movie and i just like it brought back a bunch of Childhood memories. I will say like repressed memories because they're not repressed. They're well, buried childhood memories, right? Because they're buried yeah. and you don't really remember. Or just them. like forgotten. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like buried also sounds like I'm trying to hide something in my past or something. I don't know. Things can get lost. Yeah. Lost childhood memories. There we go. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had to point that out. That's. I'm really glad you brought that up. It's a good observation because I feel like it's a very common thing. Yeah. The silk-trimmed um, blanket. That's how I noted it. <laughs> That's good. Um, and when they Clark says to go time to go to bed, he pulls Ellen's hair and the lamp, and they're just both. He's just like holding the butt because his hands yeah. are so sticky. Yeah, and he just and she's still talking. Once again, not surprised about anything. Because he's like, because because he's like, when have I ever like set my expectations too high or something? And she was like, weddings, birthdays, graduations, and she's still talking. And she's like still stuff. Yeah, like naming things. <laughs> but once again, she's unsurprised by what he's doing. Yeah, she's, that's why she's still just talking. Doesn't phase her. Just doesn't nope. Um, and we have one of those, you know, do 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 yes. do, and they pull the doors and it's reveal the day. Um, and it's at work this time. Clark reveals he's going to put in a use his Christmas bonus to put in a swimming pool for his family. He's talking to his buddy at work. Yes, and he's going to put in a swimming pool, and because they always have a Christmas bonus, and he's already put down a deposit. Already put down a very large deposit, seventy five hundred dollars, and this is in eighty nine. So yeah, this is a lot of money now. Deinflate, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the money, money now. Yeah, and. Clark's boss, uh, Mr. Shirley, Mr. Shirley, comes down the hallway with his posse. Yeah, and he calls them both wrong names. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Just, he doesn't know. Yeah, no, he no idea who they are. Um, but he does ask for a report from Clark. Yeah, to take to some like convention. Yeah, inside jargon. Yeah, crap. Something I can really understand. Yeah, yeah. Layman's terms. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there you go. See, we seasoned Garrett to this movie, <laughs> to the Christmas vacation. Um, and they all kind of go in the room, and Clark has another really iconic scene. Where he's like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yep, one more Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, yeah. Kiss his ass. Kiss your, your ass. ass. And then Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. He, like, says the Merry Christmas until mm. Mr. Shirley's far, far enough away you can't hear him, and then he starts... Yeah, uh, yeah, then he starts, like... <laughs> That's what I took it as, is he, like, it. he's, like, you know, yeah. delaying time, and then ends up with a happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. That's another good one. That we is were talking about one. quotes, most quoted movie. That's another good one. I think 
this scene we're coming up on now where he's like so then there's like this my christmas montage it is like, a montage like money changing hands I like the old credit card like <laughs> thing yeah. going like <laughs> yeah. gifts like being ex- like handed over being, like, counters thrown and around stuff. it's very 80s yeah all the stuff used and then Clark is in the lingerie section of the mall. It, I, I literally wrote down montage of department store. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it is. Back when I was a kid and I first watched the movie, I had to ask my dad what all those things were. The, like, the, all the things, like, yeah. you know, um, all the, what all the old technology was. But <laughs> What is that? What is that, yeah. Um, yes, he is. Clark. And he meets Mary. We meet Mary. Yeah. This is one of my favorite scenes. Really That's what funny. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this is really funny. He's just like, oh, I'm just browsing, browsing. Yeah, he gets, yeah. He, in quotations, mixes all these words up. Yes. Um, and my favorite, he goes, it's a bit nipply out. I mean nippy out. Yeah, what did I say, nipples? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he starts laughing. And then he she... does that, he does that like Chevy Chase laugh, which is so, yeah, it's like yeah. a wheeze, but it's, and he's like moving his hand a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then she asks him like, is there anything you'd like for me to take out? Yeah. And he just, like, that's Starts laughing he, like, again, really, yeah. And, and then he's, really like, he, like, dabs the sweat and is, like, good golly. But he's, like, using a pair of underwear yeah. to, like, dab his face with. I don't think he realizes it. Not till a little a couple seconds after. And he's, like, oh. Yeah. And then he says, um, does the season be Mary? And she goes, that's my name. <laughs> and, and then he's, and he's, like, no shit. Or yeah. Something like that. No, yeah, that's, that's exactly what he says. Oh, that scene's awesome. It's so funny. And it actually doesn't end. Because Russ comes into the department store. And I don't know. Once again, this is another one of those things that I don't know. Maybe we'll disagree on this one, too. Okay. But does Russ know his dad's going to be there? Or is he shopping at the department store? Because the way it cut, was was he, like, shopping on his break? Or was this, like, another... Was this a different part of the day after work and him and Russ were shopping? I feel like that's what it was. I feel like... He wasn't at work anymore. No. Cause He's I wearing think the same clothes, like, though. I feel like... That's kind of what the montage is, is to separate, like, him being at work, and now he's out Christmas shopping. And so right. I took it as, like... Him and Russ went on, like, a day. Yeah, and Russ is, like, looking for his dad now, and he's like, oh, there you are. And then he comes up, and his dad's, like... Russ was in a different store, maybe, and he's yeah. going to look for his dad, and where does he find his dad? Yeah. With Talk Mary. Mary. <laughs> um, he finds his dad with Mary, and Russ, Russ comes up, and Clark's like, can't see the line, can you, Russ? And he's <laughs> like, nope. And then Clark's like, oh, crap. <laughs> he realizes that it's Russ. It's funny because he, like, says Russ. Yeah. So, like, a part of his this... mind is like, okay, Russ is there. But then the other part of his mind is like, oh, Russ is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the only time he does this either. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You're, you're 100% right. And I, and I can, we'll get to it, but there's yeah. definitely not a scene where it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then after this is, like, it's showing them all kind of... Like, doing different things at the house. Before the, the doorbell. Guests, the doorbell rings. Russ is watching uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Um, Great movie. Your favorite Christmas movie, you said. Yes. During the Diary episode. I did say that. Oh, uh, so I Russ is watching... The, you stand by it. Good. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Russ is watching It's a Wonderful Life. Um, Audrey looks like she's jamming to some music to prep to prep herself for the yeah the, the oncoming company i feel like that scene kind of dates it right because she's got like these big headphones on well her room's just very 80s the yeah. wallpaper yeah. Like, yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say and then like the posters and stuff in there mm-hmm. are like all like 80s yeah but she's prepping everybody's prepping um and then it kind of shows that somebody walking to the door it's obviously like clark's point of view kind of 
And it's you just hear everybody outside bickering. The parents outside bickering. Well, I thought it was cool too how like as like the doorbell rings, but we hear it like while ever like. It rings for each person. Like yeah. I, I feel like really it only rings once, but it's showing it ringing while everybody. Unless doing they're it ringing it like thing. four times, maybe. <laughs> but every time it rings, excuse me, it gets like a little bit like more like, uh, like it's gloomy, like, like a little more it's like closer and closer. Well, it's more like lower pitched until finally, like it starts out like ding dong, yeah, and then by the end it's like. Ding dong. Like it's scarier. Yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> the guests doom. are yeah, here. Like funeral yeah. bells almost. I can't. What what was Ellen doing? I can't. I feel like she was in the. She was either in the bathroom doing something, or that was Clark, or she was in the kitchen doing something. Maybe. Yeah, I can't like picture that, which is weird. Maybe they didn't show. Her, I don't know. I feel like they showed everybody. Yeah. And then Clark opens the door and goes, and folks, folks, folks. I always love he does that like three times. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas, and they all kind of go, like, from their argument, go, oh. Yeah. Like, they weren't expecting to open the door or something, and then, um, we meet all the parents. Yes. The in-laws of each, of Clark and Ellen, and the parents. Um, there are some characters, that's for sure. Yes, they are. Uh, Ellen has some, uh, characters of parents, I'll say that. The dad is one of the most grumpiest, what is his name? E.G. Marshall. His name is Art in the movie. Art, that's all yeah. I meant. Art and Francis. Yeah, he... Art is so, like, kind of, like, gloomy. Like, he's so, like, does not... He's not very holly and jolly. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Art is definitely a character. Um, and then we meet Clark Sr. Yeah, which I didn't realize that he was Clark Sr. until there's like, a point in the movie where... They kind of, like, say it. Reference where, it. Yeah, it's like Clark Griswold Jr. or something like that. Like, oh, that's when they go sledding. He announces like Clark yeah, yeah, Griswold yeah, yeah, yeah. Jr. Like, Sets a new land speed record. Yeah, yeah it's that's so, when I was like, oh, I didn't so never. His dad is senior. Yeah. Yes. And is his his wife's name or his mom's name? I'm sorry, is Nora. Yes. Who it seems the actress has passed away. No, that can't be right though, because I know Beverly D'Angelo is still alive. You're right. Dude, IMDb, I always get IMDb and Google because I think Google or maybe it's Rotten Tomatoes like does black and white pictures if the person has passed away. Okay. Um, and I think I get it confused with IMDb. So I'm sorry. If anybody was just like, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> that might not be true. I don't know. I'm sorry. Diane? Yeah, no. <laughs> I get I always get them confused. I know there's a website that does that. Yeah. And it might be Letterboxd is what it, was what it is. That might be it. Um, I'm not familiar with that website. Um. It's a really good app for like tracking movies. You get huh. like a watch list and like oh, that's cool. Mark off movies you've watched and like rate them. This episode Pretty brought good. to you by Letterbox. <laughs> Letterbox be sponsored. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great new thing. Um, yeah, so we meet the parents, and Clark and Russ start to put up the lights. The light debacle starts, which is one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Before we get to that, there was like one yeah. scene in the chaos of like all the family coming here, and I'm pretty sure uh, Clark's mom Nora was like if talking to Rusty. Mm. Uh, Rusty. Rust. Talking to Russ. <laughs> yeah. um, she was like, if you help me with my bags, I'll give you a whole quarter. And he was like, a quarter? Yeah. A quarter? Whoa. Like, like yeah. I don't know. That scene, yeah. It just, I don't know what it was about that, but it just made me laugh. Like, his reaction And she's like, that. I would want your sister, too. And he goes, oh, I got a whole quarter. Yeah. 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 But yes, the lighting. The yeah, light debacle. Because, like. No, yeah. I don't know. I thought he'd. The timing and the way he delivered that line I thought was great. It is great. Yeah. yeah. I do want to say, 
Johnny Galecki, who plays Russ. Yes. Um, it, it says Rusty. Yeah. That's his full name, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I was like, his... oh, his name's Russell. They call him Russ. I don't know where I got Rusty from. I'm just some such an idiot. Russell. <laughs> yeah, no, his name is Rusty, but they just call him Russ. Um, I don't know what Christmas Eve it was, but around like more than five years ago, probably, I watched this movie again on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I had, for the first time, like, watched, like, The Big Bang Theory, which he's in. And I was like, That's oh, my God, it's so him. That's familiar. Because, like, his picture on IMDb right. is him as an adult. Yes. And so I'm like, the guy, like, he looks super familiar. So when I watched this movie, Dad was like, my dad was like, like, you know who that is, right? After we watched, like, episodes of Big Bang Theory, I was like, no. And then it took me a second, and I was like, Oh, that's because once you watch that show and you come back and watch the movie, you go, there he is. Yeah. It's like little him. And it is. Once you see it and you watch the movie, you're like, that little kid's him. Isn't that always crazy? Like, that's we talked about it last episode on Die Hard, how, like, I've seen Die Hard plenty of times, but it wasn't until, like, this year where I rewatched it that mm-hmm. I noticed, like, Alan Rickman was uh, Gruber. Like, the yeah. main terrorist guy. And I was yeah. just like, freaking Severus Snape. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. It's stuff yeah. like that, yeah. But I was like, that's him. And then, But once you see it, you're like, yep, there he is. That's like little him. Yeah. I can't think of his name, his character's name from Big Bang Theory. I can't think of his name. I have no idea. I never really, I've like seen a couple episodes, but I never really like got into that show. See, I never like have binged it, but it was always like on TV. Yeah. So I'd always like watch it. But I My parents are uh, like really watched it, so like they were really into it. Ah, they would know. So they would know. Um, but yeah, once you see it, you're like, yep, that little kid is like little him and it's really cool. But yeah, so that's where, so the lighting debacle starts, um, the little knot here and he gives, yeah, (laughs) he's like little knot and he gives this giant Giant ball. ball. Yeah. And Russ just kind of holds it and looks at it. Like, what do I do with this? It is so many lights in there. And he's supposed to be checking each bulb. You can't even find the end. No. You can't even see, like, an end where you could, like, plug that baby in. Like, they're so tangled, which, that's, a, I think that's a yearly occurrence. At least here at my household, there's, there's yeah. lights that are in a box, and you're like, man, I don't even know if I want to touch all them, because <laughs> they're going to be tangled. Yeah. It's funny, like, I start going through, and, like, the first couple strands are nice and neatly, like, wound. Yep. And then... Like, what did past me do? No, those are nice, but then you could tell, like, by the end of undecorating, I just was, like, over it, and then I just started, like, cramming stuff into the box. Just get it in the box. Yeah. I'll worry about it next year. And then exactly. next year, you is like, dude, yeah. what'd you do? What's your problem? Come on, man. You're so lazy. So, Clark climbs up the ladder to put up said lights. Yes. And almost immediately, when he gets to the top, the ladder just kind of goes, it collapses. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It does collapse. And he kind of looks around. Make sure nobody saw it. <laughs> Climbs exactly back up. What I would do. And he just. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You got to make sure nobody would, like saw you. You got to make sure. You got to scope the area. Make sure nobody's like back Your there laughing honor at you. Is still intact. <laughs> um, he collapses. He looks around, and then he gets back up. This time it doesn't collapse, but he's using a staple gun to get the lights to the house, and he staples his sleeve to the roof to the side of the house. Yeah. And he keeps going, not realizing it, and his sleeve's just kind of hanging there. Um, but obviously, as he tries to, he notices, he tries to yank it away, and the ha- entire, like, half the of his shirt. The whole sleeve 
rips off. Basically. Yeah. The whole sleeve, like, rips off his shirt, and he goes flying back. The ladder collapses. The ladder doesn't collapse, but it falls backwards onto a tree. Yeah, he, like, falls into it. So a, now yeah. he's, like, landing on a tree, and he kicks off the tree to get back to the house, and the ladder, like, makes contact with the house, thank God, because if it didn't. And, but he, like, slings around, does a thing with his arm. He's, like, yeah, can't like, decide where, where to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> he can't decide where to, to grab it. But that's just such a little, like... I didn't even read my note. I just did it all out of my head. All out of memory? Um, <laughs> when does he, like... When does he ask Russ to go get the reindeer? Is that right after that's this? That's when he's on the roof and it's dark out. Okay. It, like, cuts and it's, like, dark. And you're like, oh, man, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> he's still out there. When I feel like there's such emphasis on the staple alert that's just, like, click, like, yeah. click, click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, before we get to there, it's dark outside in the back windows, but Audrey's in the kitchen with Ellen complaining about, uh, that she has to sleep in the same bed with her brother. Oh She's yeah. Like, Do you know how sick Ellen, and demented that is? Ellen she's, is like, well, I have to sleep in the same bed as your dad. <laughs> and I was just like, damn. And she's looking for her, cig- her cigarettes. Her, she has a yes. hidden stash. And she's like, Audrey, it's Christmas. We're all miserable. We're all, we're all miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Cuts like lettuce. Yeah. Her mom catches her. Smoking though, she's like yelling. Soon as she the lights room. it, she's like, "Are you smoking again?" Which is funny because her mom smokes, right? So, um, but then yes, we cut and Clark's up on the roof using the stable gun, that clack clack. Yeah, and he slides off the roof. We asked Russ for the reindeer, and I don't know if you noticed this, but when like Russ is like, "Where do you want me to put them?" Clark's like, "There's good," and he just kind of like drops them. He does, yeah. I feel like they break. I feel like they like fall apart. I don't think so, because later they're standing up in the yard all pretty well, yeah, and perfect. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it would, they were, like, meant to break. But I think, like, in the scene, like, they bre- like the legs fall off. Like, oh, and they had to, like, get more? I don't know if they got more. I just think it was, like, like uh, not a glitch, but just, like, a something. A gag? Well, no, just, like, like when he dropped them, like, the legs fell right. off of them. But, like, I don't think that was supposed to happen. Maybe not, yeah. Yeah. That might be. I don't know. When, you, when we watch it on Christmas Eve... Just pay attention, and I swear I feel like they they break. <laughs> they when he break. drops them. Yeah, mm, they might. Yeah. So then the crew is probably like, "Wow, now we got to get new reindeer to put out in the yard." Yeah. In the next scene, you know, or whatever yeah. it is, next couple of scenes. But yes, right after that, Clark like steps on a bulb and slides down the tree or slides down the roof, and he grabs onto the gutter, which he's very surprised that it worked. It doesn't for long because then the gutter like slides. Like opens, like, almost like, like a hinges door. off. Yeah, it, like opens like a door, and an icicle goes sliding out of the gutter. Of course, where's it go? Todd Margo's uh, window. Yes, um, their upstairs window goes through their window and like hits <laughs> all this. It hits like a CD player or a CD like ra- rack of CDs. And like, no, it is a CD player too. I think mm-hmm. there's like a keyboard too. <clears throat> it's like a bullet. It's like an ice bullet, basically. And. Todd and Margo do get home shortly after that, and you have the the iconic, uh, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> yeah. the, the delivery on that line was always so funny to me, especially as, I don't know why, as a kid, like, first time I watched it, I thought it was hilarious. But now I just kind of, like, <laughs> laugh, because I'm like, man, they're, they're, uh, they're, I don't know, silly. I feel like in your, like, everybody is either Todd and Margo, or you're the Griswolds, like, you know that either your neighbors hate you or you hate your neighbors. Like, there's yeah. no... And let, and let us know out there if you got neighbors that you're actually, like, friendly friendly with. Now, when I mean neighbors, I mean, like, next door. 
Right. Like right beside you. Yeah, not like, like people down the street. I feel like you always get annoyed with whoever's right next to you, no matter what. Maybe not. Do you? You get annoyed at your neighbors, Garrett? No comment. I'm going to be super political. All right. That sounds good. We've talked off the podcast before. All right. I'm just going to get you to admit it live. <laughs> um, at the light ceremony, the, the lighting of the house. Yeah, the it's climactic ready. light he show. He thinks it's ready. That's what I call it, the light ceremony. <laughs> ceremony. Um, it's a bust. It doesn't happen. Before we get to that, though, I just love, this is like the first comment by Art where you're like, oh my god. He's, they're all standing outside in the yard. And obviously there's snow out, so it's cold. But he goes, want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. Yeah. I'm just like, what's a baguette? Very old man, yeah. like, uh, comment. I don't know. He, like, made up some term. <laughs> Say cheeks. Like a normal person. <laughs> my baguettes. Even after the... Even after the climactic drum roll, the lights, yeah, do not work. You're right. They're a bust. Complete and utter bust. Yeah. Does not work. Um, and then freaking Francis, Ellen's mom, like, laughs. And I actually think it's really cool because, like, yes, like, Aubrey's kind of, like, supposed to be, like, a teenage, like, brat and everything. Like, she doesn't care. Right. Yeah. But she, like, stands up for her dad. And she she's does. like, dad worked really hard on that. And I and I do appreciate that. Yeah. But then right after, on cue, Art's like, so do washing machines. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really funny. Like, all, washing machines also work hard. Yeah. Yeah. He's all, he's so, I don't Just know, negative. negative. Stick yeah. in the mud. 100%. Wet blanket. Yeah. And I, they just, you can just tell that her parents don't like Clark very much. Yeah. Because he's like, man, he, he didn't work that hard. Washing machines work hard. <laughs> you know? So, everyone kind of says goodnight. And I love Russ's excuses. Yeah. He's like, we got Chuck, Russ, we got to go check each one again. Oh, would you look at the time? What's that as well? His fake watch that's not on his wrist. Yeah. He's saying all this stuff. I don't remember all of it. He's like, feed the hog. He's I got to like, do yeah. some laundry. You got some homework left. And yeah. then he's like, um, the last thing he says, you can barely hear, is like, I got bills to pay. Yeah. Which <laughs> is funny. Um, all of Russ's excuses. And then kind of like before the doorbell rings, you kind of see how everybody's like, whatever, everybody going to bed. Yes. You see like the grandparents, like Clark's parents are in bed and. He's reading with a flashlight on a magazine while yeah. his wife's, like, snoring beside him. And then um, Art is, like, in, a, in the bunk bed out looking at the poster. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Um, and Ellen's alone. And Clark's still not in bed. He's out He's still working, out there. working yep. on the weekend trying to get these lights up. Yep. And that's kind of a fade to black moment. Is Clark's just out there alone. Yeah. With the giant moon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's... Um, I feel you like can it's still like hear super it. late at night. You can still hear it, like the, the like staples. he said, the staple like, yeah. from far away. Him working on the lights, it's like pitch black. Um, and I, I, I feel like we kind of cut, and it's a new day. Mm-hmm. So I also feel like it's a good time for us to for us to cut. I agree. I think it's a great time. Quick break, a maybe stopping point. You want to take a quick break? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Cool. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. Welcome back, everybody. We are back from our break, and you know what time it is. I was about to say, everybody knows, as long as you're a seasoned listener yes. of Sinner Bros, you know that it is bowl time. It's bowl time. Bowl time. 
Spain. Uh, our last poll of the year, which is Ooh. crazy. On our last episode of the year. It's a little sad. Tear. It is. But don't worry. Simmer Bros is not going anywhere. No, we're not. We're not going anywhere. I guess now's the time to announce that we will be back next yes. year. 2023 for episode 12 mm-hmm. of Cinema Bros, which the movie will be announced at the end of the episode. Don't think you're getting away that easy. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be announced at the end of the episode, but um, yeah, we'll be back in, uh, we'll announce a specific time at the end of the episode, um, but we're not going anywhere. But this is, however, the last episode of the year. Of 2022. You know, Cinema Bros, we're going on a little Christmas, New Year's break. Yes. Um, and then after that, we'll be right back to, uh, dropping movie knowledge on you each week. So, <laughs> yes. So don't think you're getting away without us. We're, we'll, we'll be back. So, on this poll for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, we decided to go very Christmas movie, um, and do best Christmas movie of all time. That was the subject of the poll. Of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Because best Christmas movie of all time. Yep. <laughs> what is yours? You, we know what yours is. Yes. And I'm glad it was included in the poll. I had to include it because not only is it your favorite, it's my father's favorite. Because it's a... And he would have outraged if I didn't put it on the poll. It's a great one. So you guys have that one in common. So the answer choices we had were, of course, Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life, and A Christmas Story. I have seen and, li- and like all these movies. How about you? I actually have not seen It's a Miracle on 34th Street. The past several years, I've been trying to tell your sister that like we need to make time to watch it. Yeah. Um, and we never end up watching it. Oh, so you haven't seen that? That's the one you haven't seen. No. What about Christmas Story? Yes, I've seen that movie. And you like it? It's alright. It's good. Okay. I think it's like a good one. Yeah. However, not to get controversial, but they released like a sequel on Hulu. Oh, really? It's like brand new and the kid's like old. Not good. Did not care for it at all. Well, I feel like, like, okay. I feel like the jokes were very, so you know in the first movie it's like him and his friends and they're making jokes and it's fine because they're kids. Right. So imagine those same jokes, but they're all adults. It's very weird. It's kind of a weird vibe. It's like, wait, these people are like pretending to be kids? Or what's happening? Like, it's really weird. Arrested Development is a real thing. Wasn't a fan. But I do like Christmas Story. Wonderful Life is a beautiful film. Um, Yeah, that's the best Christmas movie of all time. Which is why, like, little clips of it are played in, like, every other Christmas movie. Like this one? (laughs) Yeah. So, we'll start with the lowest first. That's Miracle on 34th Street. Got a 9%. And I will say that movie is from, like, the 40s, if I'm not mistaken. So I feel like there's probably... I think so. I remember there was a point in my life where... How do I want to say this? I don't know. I was young and dumb. And if it was, like, a black and white movie, I was like, this is stupid. I didn't watch that. Yeah. 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 Little did young and dumb you know... You'd be making a movie podcast, really appreciating film later in your exactly. life. Exactly. So, and it's a wonderful life as a black and white movie, and it's wonderful. It is great. <laughs> I didn't mean to say wonderful, but I did, and now it's you know whatever. It's a wonderful, wonderful, life. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
The second highest is A Christmas Story, as we just talked about. And I'm actually Second surprised. lowest, I'm sorry, second lowest. So, and that's at 18% of 18, sorry, yeah. And I'm actually, like, really surprised that it only got that many. Because I know they're, like, my uncle, that's, like, his favorite. Christmas movie? Yeah. A lot of people like that movie. It is, yeah. When I watch it, I, like, feel like it's a little before, like, my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, weird, because it's, like, not old enough to be my grandparents, when they were at Christmas, like, when they were kids, mm-hmm. but it's, like, too old to be my dad, like, as a kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, like, it just makes me think of, like, like that, like, what, mm. like, my grandparents, or my dad, I don't know, it's just cool to see it from, like, an old perspective, I guess. I get what you're saying, yeah. yeah I don't know. Kind of like a look back in time sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, yeah. It's, I'm just surprised um, it didn't do better than it did. On our on our poll here, yeah, yes, we have nine and eighteen so far. Christmas Story, um, maybe I should put Home Alone on here. That that movie kind of kills. People really like that one. You know, I I like it. You do? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do like it. Your maybe... sister watched it with me for the first time last year and did not like it. And apparently, I just put my cup down. She didn't like. It. Yeah, she didn't like Home Alone. And apparently, your other sister said that it wasn't really all that great either. I apologize, listeners. <laughs> That's so weird. They Why? know not what they say. They do not know. Why? That's I don't so know. so weird. I, I really... Well, alright. I mean, she was like, it wasn't bad, but, like, I, I you know, yeah. I thought that... I was just really also surprised that she had never seen it before, because I feel like that was, like, a movie of our childhood. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had that on VHS. Sounds about a, right. As a little lad. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Um, also, these are, I'm just going through notable mentions. Elf could have been on here. Elf could have been on here for sure. Which I'm not a major fan of. I know my sister, your wife, loves Elf. Favorite Christmas movie, gotta be for her, right? Number two. Really? Yeah. What's number one? one also could have been on here. What is number one? Grinch. Okay, that's my next thing we'll mention is Grinch. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. she loves Elf, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Christmas, and then... And then Grinch, which is a really good one as well. Um, still got to watch this one night. Still got to watch that one this year. Haven't yes. got around to this that one yet. We haven't watched it either yet, but mm-hmm. I know it's on our list because we watch it every year. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what she wants to do. <laughs> yeah. And at the second highest for you, Garrett. Oh, it's a Wonderful Life. I'll take it. Twenty-seven percent. I'll take it. However, the real winner and the truth. Christmas Vacation at 45%. Hmm. I voted for that on my personal account. As I've said, it's my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. That's what you call juking the stats, Nicholas. I say, I say that every episode. I on know. my personal I account, know, I voted. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Christmas Vacation, 100%, is the best Christmas movie of all time, and it is backed up by... But it only got 45% of the votes. That's the majority. <laughs> I know. I know. Again, I'm just giving you a hard time. Best Christmas movie of all time. You heard to. it here first, folks. The Sooner Brothers listeners are smart. The people have spoken. <laughs> they have. And you guys are a bunch of smarties. May Nicholas, may <laughs> I say. I almost, thought, I almost started speaking third person. May Nicholas say. <laughs> you guys are smart. So that was the subject of our poll. And the, that those are the results. Excuse me. Um, so thank you all for voting. Glad you picked the right one. <laughs> I'm not biased at all. And um, 
uh, yeah, thank you for voting once again. We really appreciate all the uh, engagement, all the support. We love the engagement. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, and that that pretty much wraps up poll time. Yeah. That's, that's that's it. Thank you for participating. So stay tuned. Later at the end of the episode, we'll announce what our next movie will be. Um, our return date. So you'll get an idea of maybe what the poll will be about. Um, yeah. And the poll will probably be up a week before we come back, probably. Yeah, just being that it's kind of like the week of Christmas, and then we have New Year's like right after that. There's just kind of a lot yeah. going on. And we'll announce our return date with the film. So yes. don't go anywhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's poll time. Thank you guys again for voting. Let's get back into the movie. Awesome. Where can they find that poll real quick? They, just for any of our new uh, listeners that are like, oh, dang. This poll time sounds super freaking cool, and I really want to be a part of it. I wish I participated. Yeah. Where can I participate? Exactly. Um, we'll do them a favor. And- to those new listeners, you can participate in all of our polls at Cinema Bros Podcast on Instagram. Boom. Um, it's always on our stories, so please turn on post notifications and store notifications to get all of your updates for Cinema Bros. There you go. You do it so much better than me, because I would be like... Like and dis- and subscribe. <laughs> link yeah. in the bio. Link in the, yeah. Yeah. Our I link. Think, I our, think that's a different The link to media. our Spotify is not our bio. Ooh. On, on Instagram, at Cinema Bros Podcast. Yes, yeah. I kind of know my way around. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you're not following the Instagram, c- come on, man. What you doing? Yeah. Come give us a follow. Yeah, come give us a follow. We might give you a shout out. Who knows? That's true. No. Yeah. 100% we might. So four. That's true. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into the movie. Back in. So we had just kind of cut the black. After Clark was up working all night on the lights. Yes. Yeah. And, and now this scene opens with him like sneaking going, around. Yeah. Sneaking. Going to hide some presents. Which he hides them in the attic. Kind of between two like in this like little... Yeah. Two wood, like he kind of sneaks them back there. He actually finds a present from Mother's Day. From 1983. And this is what I was talking about earlier in the movie when, like, I always wanted to know the date of this movie. So, like, if you were to watch this in theaters and see that, you'd be like, dang, like, how many years ago was that? So it would have been because, six years. Because it, the 83's got dust on it. So it's oh, not yeah. like 84. Like, it's, I right. mean, maybe it could have been, but it, it's not. So it's 89. Yeah. I'm guessing it takes place when the movie came out. That's what I would think, yeah. yeah. Did you know, quick little nugget. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh first nugget of the break. This, there was only two Christmas movies that came out in 89. This was released on December 1st. December 1st. Yeah. Great release date for a Christmas movie. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And there was only one other Christmas movie that, that came out this year, mm-hmm. that year. I saw it, actually. Did you really? I saw this nugget. No, oh, okay. I saw this nugget. Oh, okay. Uh, it was Prancer. Ah, that's what it was. 1989. And Johnny Galecki was in both. Boom. Dang, he's he got was a Christmas busy. rap sheet. Yay! <laughs> he was. Yeah, he, he was Hitting in both in eighteen in nineteen eighty nine. He was in both. Pretty cool. Huh. I've always thought like Tim Allen is like got this like weird contract with Christmas. He does. Like, he does all the Santa Clauses, and then he also did Christmas with the Cranks. He's also now in a Disney Plus original series, The Santa Clauses, on Disney Plus, where he reprises that character. So, mm. Haven't checked it out. Have you? I have not. I'm actually a little afraid to. Like, I like all the Santa Clauses, but, like, the first one is leagues ahead of the other two. 100%. But Bruce said you might check it out, so. So I'm sure that means I'll be checking it out. 
Yeah. yeah. So fingers crossed <laughs> if it's not good. If it is good, let us know. All right. Uh, on Instagram. Let us know. Yeah, if you guys have already seen it, okay. holler at us. I might uh, bump it up on my list of Christmas stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, so he finds his mother's Maybe Day present Maybe that'll be one of our movies next year. The Santa Claus. Or is it a movie or a show? Oh, it's a show, but I'm saying the original. But what we can do it. I'd be, I'd be down to do that movie. Oh, we just we should have do this not on air. Now you guys know. <laughs> yeah. we, well, any of those honorable mentions we could do, like, you know, any yeah. of those. Any of those are all great Christmas movies. You know what? And that's that something else uh, you guys could totally do is, I know that's a whole year away, but if there's a Christmas movie, since we did do two mm-hmm. for the month of December that we didn't hit, and you're a little disappointed. Yeah, we'd like to know. Yeah, if you're like, oh, they did those movies, I wanted them to do blank. Yeah, send us a uh, uh, message on Instagram. A, we'll shout you out. A Miser Brothers Christmas. And, <laughs> and B, <laughs> my first layer at Santa Claus is coming to town. And B, if you're talking about animated shorts, like the old claymation ones, I love that one. And Santa Claus is coming to town is so good. Is that the one where like? Chris Kringle ends up becoming Santa Claus. He's got yeah. like red hair to yeah. start with. Yeah. yeah. And there's like the warlock. Yeah. Yeah. The warlock scared me as a kid. I was like, oh, uh, like, a, little, a little scary. A little scary. Um, but yeah, let us know. Send us a message and we'll uh, we'll shout you out. A and B will consider the movie. Consider the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Are we have, Christmas with the Cranks? We have you talked running... about it two episodes in a row. Maybe that one. I just like I I told my wife I was like, this might be like one of my new favorite Christmas movies. Maybe we'll check it out next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, also need, we also need more Halloween movies. Any of the... Any, honestly, you guys can send us recommendations at any time. Yeah. You don't even have to holiday. Have season, yeah. <laughs> you can send us movies. What are we talking about? It'd be any time. And you can... And we'll uh, always take it into consideration. Yes. As we said, we do uh, support and love any uh, engagement. So, so yeah. He's hiding presents in the attic. Like we said. And, and Ellen's mom is like, where's this cold coming from? And it's like, clearly someone has to be up there if the ladder steps are down. Or the attic ladder. Right. The so, attic, yeah. I don't understand, maybe she's just not smart, but why would the ladder just be down? Because you have to, unless somebody pulled it and she thought they like, ran away, like, what? Ha <laughs> joke's on you, girl. Got him, it's gonna yeah. be cold in here. Like, Russ, <laughs> is it Russ playing a trick? Like, I'm gonna freeze the guests out so I have to leave. But she shuts it and locks um, him in. One of my yeah. biggest, I'm not, I... Here's your Nicholas Nugget. You always get one about each of us each episode. I'm very claustrophobic. Really? And or don't like, like, trapped in, like, small spaces. Hmm. And that's not necessarily a small space, but I don't like the feeling of, like, trapped. Yeah, not being able to get out. Not a fan. Um, If I was Clark, I'd probably have crawled through that window. (laughs) As small as it was, I probably would have shimmied through. Or, uh, it's not modern day. You can't call people. You don't have a phone. Right. Ah. It works out, but to me, uh, it's like, we've talked about elevators. That's kind of part of it. Last mm, Die Hard okay. episode, we kind of talked about elevators. Those kind of go hand in hand, the trapped and the, if they get stuck, you know, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. I'm kind of like talking about it, but, you know. You have to establish a pea corner. Oh, God. I actually got stuck in the elevator once. That's Did the you establish a pea corner? <laughs> it wasn't that long, luckily. Okay. It wasn't like hours. You didn't have your, like, camelback on? It was like... It was probably like 10 minutes, but to me, it felt like... 10 years? An eternity. Mm. <laughs> it felt like so long. Uh, it was also all glass, so there was that. That probably Very made scary. it like... Oh, really? I feel like that would have made it not so bad, because like you could see out. It made it less, because we could like get attention from people. Right, right. Uh, and I feel like if it's uh, elevator, normal elevator, like you can't... You're like 
stuck there, no windows. I'm getting back in the elevators, but you know, that makes it worse. So, <laughs> but anyways, Clark is stuck up in the attic and everyone leaves to go shopping. Um, he hits his head on like three different floorboards. He keeps stepping on these floorboards yeah. and they come up and hit him. And then finally he finally like puts it down like, all right, stop. Yeah. Um, he goes to the window and sees them driving away. So he starts looking for stuff to keep him warm. <laughs> he bundles up with just anything he can find and uh, watches some old home videos. Yes. From him when he was a kid, which are very sweet. I like them. It's kind of a cool scene because it's trying to show you how high Clark like holds Christmas. Because they were yes. always special for him. Yes. And he just wants to make it special for his kids. That's kind of, that's, I, that's what I took the main point of the scene is. Is to show you, like, this is why he likes Christmas so much. Because he had sense. such a good childhood. You that know? makes a whole lot of sense. And it's cool because you can actually see um, Uncle Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Lewis. And I guess Aunt Bethany's in there, too. Aunt Bethany. But yeah. Uncle Lewis is so very, like, identifiable. So is, is Uncle Lewis his uncle? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Because I honestly didn't know, like, I had to look that up. They never say, like, whose who's, uncle it is, whose cousin is Eddie's. Although you can kind of figure that out, that one out, but. Did we talk about that? Whose cousin Eddie is? I don't think so. Eddie is Ellen's cousin. Yes, he is. Okay. We haven't met Eddie yet, but yeah, he is Ellen's cousin. Yeah. 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 Okay. Actually, they do mention it, because later in the movie, Clark says something like, uh, my, my cousin-in-law, cousin yeah. which is the only thing, that's the, like, the first thing you're like, oh, okay, he's not his cousin. Yeah. So Ellen's got a crazy family. Her parents are characters, her cousin's crazy. Yeah. She's got some characters in her, his, in her family. Which is weird, because she's like pretty like n- normal. <laughs> she does seem pretty normal. Which is weird, that her family's like crazy. And Clark's got a crazy aunt and uncle, but <laughs> other than that, you know. Yeah. They're just crazy old, really. I mean, <laughs> when it comes down to it. But. but <laughs> that was weird. But. Um, so Clark's like sitting on the, like the attic door or whatever. Watching these home videos, yeah. And they get home from shopping. Yeah. And Ellen's coming up with all these presents. She must hide them up there too. Clearly everybody's hiding their presents in the and attic. And she pulls the chain. Yeah. And boom, boom. he just falls. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, you can hear the, like the tapes like rolling, clattering. There's like a bunch of clanging. Look at my notes right here, Jay. This is because of the next scene. It's all because of this next scene, which is the lights again. Yes. The second light debacle. Yes. Um, well, basically, two. he's trying the lights again. It's night again. Um, and while Clark goes to check the extension cords, like on the side of the house, mm-hmm. um, Ellen's kind of waiting outside, and his mom, Nora, actually activates the outlet. Like now, some random switch in the basement. I had to ask my dad about this because I didn't know what it like because it's weird, um, and it's 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 an old thing and I don't know if you know yeah. what it is. You probably do, but basically the light switch. She's in the garage, and the light switch is a it's to activate the outlet to turn the outlet on. Because mm-hmm. for some reason in the eighties you need a light switch to turn on the outlet sometimes if it's like outside. Or, like, in a garage. Mm-hmm. We like, but now a- we have outlets, like, right in our, like, garage and in our homes that we can just plug stuff in. You don't have to, like, activate. It's almost like when you turn on your fan. It's like if you were to turn on your fan to then turn on your fan. Right. It's like a turn on, it's to turn on the, to turn something on. <laughs> like, right. It's like two different levels of it. So she does that to activate the outlet so she can turn on the garage light. She goes out and grabs a, um, 
what is that? Uh, uh, like a cake out of the fridge. Yeah, some sort of like frozen. It's in like a box. So she goes to grab that, but when she cuts the switch on, it turns it the... turns the lights yeah. on, and Ellen's like standing out there alone, and she's like, "Clark, it worked. Clark, it worked." Um, and Todd and Margot get blinded. They're trying to like enjoy like champagne. Nice, yeah, yeah, have like a nice romantic moment, and then boom, they get blinded. Blinded by the light. And we briefly see the entire town around them goes dark. <laughs> it's just their yeah. house. And then there's, like, an auxiliary nuclear power, and the guy switches it on. And it shows, like, the meter, like, the voltmeter just, like, yeah. spinning their and ele- spinning. Their electric bill is going to be yeah. hefty come it's gonna be end, a big end of December. <laughs> um, yeah, we see the nuclear power, and so Nora comes out with a cake and shuts the outlet off. She has to switch again. Um, because the outlet obviously has all these cords in, like literally too many cords. Probably it's probably a fire hazard. There's like so Honestly, many stuff yeah. plugged into it. But half of it is the lights, and Clark just must not have realized plugging in his outlet needs to be activated. Right. He that much we like just missed his mind because he was going around the house to check like a different set of lights. It looked to me. Because mm-hmm. there's so many lights, I feel like he needed two different points to plug them in. When he keeps pulling out, like, this, like, reference map that he's, yeah, like, drawn up or something. Yeah, I kept Like a diagram. What does he have? It's, like, a piece of paper, and he checks on it later, and it's, like, he, like, it's either, like, a manual, or he, like, like, wrote it. Yeah, like, some homemade diagram. Because later he's, like, trying to count them, and he's holding it, like, yeah, trying to figure out, you know, what is what. But thinking he did something, Ellen goes back in the house because they turn off again. Because, like we said, Nora shuts the lights off. Yep. Clark comes back out, and... He's getting pissed. He, like, thinks he did it. He's like, that ought to do it. And he comes around to try and turn them on again. And Ellen flips the switch to mess with the outlet. But when she flicks it, he, like, thinks it works. Yeah. He goes to, like, pick up the lights, and then, boom, it's, like, on. And he's like, Ellen, I did it. I did it. But she's the one that turned the light switch on. But she's really just checking the extension cords. Yeah, she's making sure everything's plugged Once in. Once again, she just turned right. on the switch to activate the garage, garage light. light. Yeah. So she's messing with the... Um, what do you call that? All the extension cords. Yeah. She's trying to make sure they're all plugged in. And I love that every time the lights are on, the music is like, do, do, do. And then yeah. it turns off again. And then when it turns on, it cuts on. It's like the music is like with the lights. It's like when the lights are on, the music's on. Because it's a whole vibe. It is, yeah. And he's like yelling for everybody to come out, come out. Yep. She's like, get out here. The lights are on and they're all getting their shoes on. They're taking forever. Yeah. I'm like, guys, hurry up. Because you're going to miss it. You're going to miss no. They start to go outside and Ellen shuts it off again. She leaves the garage, shuts the lights, switch off. They don't get to see it. And they're like, uh, of course, Art's like, where's all, what's all the fuss about? Because yeah. the, the lights are off again. So it looks like Clark's crazy because he just like yells and yeah. there's no lights on. But then Ellen has like an epiphany. She's like, hold on. Um... Well, right before that, Clark has a fit and destroys Santa's sleigh and all the reindeer. He starts, like, punching them and kicking all the reindeer because he's mad. Yeah. He starts messing with the... He starts flinging the things upset. And I actually have a nugget about this part. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, I think... We'll see. Oh, no. Do I, am I going to take you one of yours? This is revenge. <laughs> <laughs> From last episode. Uh, Chevy Chase broke his pinky finger. Yeah. You knew this? Yeah, and he had to keep going. And um, he was punching the lawn Santa, and he broke his pinky. But... That's why he. That's why he resorted to kicking after that. Yeah. And they actually, the film just kept running, and they actually used the take where he broke his pinky. Hmm. Like they used it. 
He they kept rolling the film and he didn't stop. Because if he would have been like my pinky and like stop, they they'd always have to cut it. But right. he just kept going and they kept it, which is actually really cool and dedication from dedication an, act, an actor's standpoint. Sure. Um, because he wanted to keep going. So that means he breaks his pinky in that film. In that scene, you watch is Chevy Chase breaking his pinky when he punches Santa, <laughs> and then he and then he he like kicks all the reindeer and then kicks Santa into a bush. Yeah, and it shows Santa with like his dented face, like landing in the bush. It's really yeah. sad. <laughs> he hits Santa, and then yeah, Ellen's in the kitchen, and she's all of a sudden like, "Wait a second. Yeah, and she turns around and flicks the light switch but i love like this is right after he does all the stuff with the santa he unplugs it and tries it again but he goes like yeah like and, real like slow mode of, really like, dramatically and then i love it's like almost at, it has to be almost at the same time because a spark like flies because he's like plugging in at the same time she flicks the light switch on yeah and then of course the music starts up again and everybody outside finally sees it and they're like oh oh my god like it's beautiful She's a beaut, Clark. <laughs> She's a beaut. Yeah. I love the... Uh, I just love the way the music's done in this scene. Where you're like, get excited, and then, oh, it's off. Yeah. And then you get excited, and then it's off. And yeah. then finally, Ellen, like, realizes what the... What the problem was, I guess. Clark is just so happy. He is. Yeah. He doesn't even need Christmas Day. Calls He's like... Art Dad. He does. He's like, Art. Art. Dad. dad. <laughs> Which Art, obviously, clearly loves... Oh, and he tells Clark Sr. too, and he's like... Oh, my... That's one of my favorite lines of the whole movie, actually. <laughs> the ex- master of exterior illumination or something. I learned it all from you, Dad. Uh, he says, you taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, thank you, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah. I love that. That, like, uh... Dad teaching his son how to light your house during Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But light's finally on. Everyone's finally out enjoying it. Yeah, we got the It's a Butte, that that line right there. Um, and as he's going down the line of people, like, he's going down, like, yeah, saying, like, and everybody's congratulating. Embracing everybody. Everybody, yeah, like, celebrating, telling his mom, you enjoy a house this nice to, for Christmas, you know. Glad you're here, stuff like that. Like you said, he calls Art Dad. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, at the end of the line, he runs into Ellen's cousin, Eddie. Yep. Who... This is, again, that's that scene again, where he, like, knows he's there, but at the same time, he, like, doesn't. Because he right. says Eddie. Because he's so, like, caught up in the moment. Just like with the Russ thing. Yeah. He, like, says his name, but then he's like, wait, Eddie? And then he keeps saying Eddie for, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we meet Eddie, Cousin Eddie, Catherine, Rocky, Ruby Sue, and Snot. We have a cast of characters Ruby that just... Ruby <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. We have a cast of characters that just rolled in. She fell in the well, cross-eyed. Yeah. Got kicked by a mule. They went straight. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the darndest thing. Because uh, Ellen's mom is like, she's not cross-eyed anymore. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Like I said, this family. I mean, they just told you so much about Ruby Sue. <laughs> she fell out a well, and she got kicked by a mule. Oh, and then, like, Art was going up to Rocky. He was like, give me a kiss or something like that. Yeah, kiss for like, me? Yeah. Yeah, you might want to take a pass on that one, Art. Yeah. He's got a lip fungus they ain't found out about yet. It's <laughs> That's like... a pretty good Cousin Eddie impression. <laughs> That's pretty good. And Eddie and his little family are officially staying. Because Art's like, we got plenty of room. And they're like, all right. Yeah. And they're basically staying. Although Eddie and Catherine are staying in the RV while the kids bunk with the rest of the family. Yeah. 
And in the next scene, we get the iconic moose mugs. Because Eddie and Clark are enjoying some eggnog. The moose mugs. And Is I have a nugget. Is it Bullwinkle? Hmm? Is it Bullwinkle? Like, you know, like Rocky and Bullwinkle? Like the I, cartoon? I have, a, I have a nugget, and then might answer your question. Okay. I don't think it is. Okay. So, the nugget is, the eggnog <clears throat> um, is being out of, is being drank out of Wally World mugs. Ah. Which is the destination of the original vacation for yes. the Griswolds in National Lampoon's Vacation. Okay. That's what that original movie was called, just Vacation. And I think it's the same cast. Or the kids are always different every movie, I think. So the kid, him and Ellen are always the same, and the kids are always different every movie. I'm gonna counter your nugget, okay? Because I think the next one is the Europe one. Europe vacation, maybe. Either way, there's um, like a whole there's a whole National Lampoon cinematic universe. Cause anybody's wondering. Clearly, like. there is, and like I didn't realize that until now. I knew there were other movies, but um, this is the in the other two movies, Russ is implied as being older. Really? Yeah. Than Aubrey. Hmm. And then in, somehow in this movie, he's younger. It's weird. Yeah. Just a little something I read. Hmm. But I anyways, thought it was Bullwinkle. Interesting. That makes way more Wally sense. Wally World mugs, which clearly they got while they were vacationing. And what a cool little, like, just connection. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because that was, like, the first movie that ever came out, I believe, for that for this, like, series. So if you yeah. watch that one, you're like, oh, the Wally World, like, because they were there. That was their first vacation. Huh. Which, get ready, because you said this already, the year that movie came out, and the year it took place, 1983. Really? The year that was on that present. Mother's Day, 1983. I wonder if that present's somewhere in that movie. It's not, apparently it was just a reference. I saw a nugget about it. Oh, okay. It was, it was just a reference to that original movie. Gotcha. Just like the Wally World mugs. Hmm. So um, that's pretty cool. So they got a souvenir from their vacation. Although, I'm pretty sure, because uh, I've seen that one. I don't think I've seen the Europe one, but I saw that one. They don't, they get to Wally World and it's closed. <laughs> Yeah, it's I'm close. pretty sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, after all that. You've seen that one, too? Yeah. Although, this one's better. I think this is the best one. There's also a Vegas one. See, for some reason I remember the Vegas one. I might have seen that one. I don't know. It's weird, because the kids are always different, so it's, like, hard to... Yeah. But I feel like Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo are always there. Yes. <laughs> they just have yeah. different kids every time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, which is pretty interesting, but... This one, I think, has the best actors for the kids, and it's probably the best one, in my opinion, out of the National Lampoon movies. Apparently there's like way more than I think though, because I keep seeing something. I'm like, wait, really? <laughs> there's like ten of these, and they're like all in one universe. Like it's crazy. Well, they did another one in 2015 that I saw. I haven't seen this one, but I saw about it. And Ed Helms plays Russ, all grown up, and he's taking his kids on a road trip. I've seen it. Yeah, was it any good? It's called Vacation. Right. Um. It's not very good. Okay. It's okay. It's actually not like that bad. For some reason, I forget what her name was, but the, like, Ed Helms, I love Ed Helms, he's a great actor, and he's good in the movie, and I can, like, see him kind of, like, being like Russ, but he acts too much like Chevy Chase, like, I don't believe it. It's almost like they were just trying to, like, replicate it, right. and also the the actress for his wife and the kids didn't work for me. I don't mm. know. But it, I didn't feel like a family, like, this feels like a family to me. Mm. They felt like, here are a whole bunch of actors, like... Okay. Like, War of the Millers is a fake family, and that's family, right. more family than vacation. Right. I've seen it. Um, definitely check it out, though. I think it's worth, like, watch, at least. It's kind of a little fun watch, but it's nothing okay. nothing like this, like, at all. Okay. I saw what they were trying to do, though. <laughs> I'll say that. So, the, mo- the moose mugs. And I love when Eddie touched this, like, little, like, spinning, like, thing, and it just, like, 
breaks. Yeah, collapses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we not going to talk about like his like fake what turtleneck? He's yeah. Underneath his like white sweater, and one of the weirdest clearly, outfits. Like honestly, he has, like, these white shoes on that he are... could pull that off if he had like a different color sweater on. But the fact that he has a white sweater and you can just see through it and you can tell that it's not a real yeah. turtleneck, like yeah, it's really weird. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's weird as hell. But it's like, like a, it's like a faux turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's weird. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, and I also love when. Uh, Clark is like Eddie has some interesting outfits in this movie. Oh, they're all interesting. They're all interesting. Yeah. Um, Clark's like, do you want me to? Do you want to refill your eggnog? Or he's like, something to eat. And then he's like, I can drive you out in the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead. <laughs> he's like, listen, Eddie's things. just like, no, I'm all right, Clark. Yeah, or yeah. Something he's like, like that. I'm all good. Yep. And Eddie basically doesn't. He now lives in the RV. He, he said I traded for my house, which isn't true. But in this scene, he tells me trade traded it. Yeah, for his house, which I was like, what? But then when that's not that's not actually the case, it makes more sense. Yeah. And he also tells Clark that um, don't get too attached because we're taking it when we leave next month. And he's without the eggnog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then we get another one of those. Here's a new day. Yep. And Clark takes this identical gift to Mister Shirley. Yes. And they're all the same. And just kind of a quick scene of him giving him the gift, and that's about it. Yeah. Really. And then the next scene is also one of my favorites is the, the they sledding. Go sledding. Scene? Yeah. yeah. It looks like it's just him and Eddie and the kids. Yeah. I don't think anybody else went. No. I think it's just him and Eddie and the kids. I think you're right. And Clark uses this new kitchen lubricant. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Kitchen lubricant to the sled to make it like more slippery, even. Yeah. Um, and, but he says nobody's testing on a sled. That's what he announces for a grand land speed record. Yes. Clark W. Griswold Jr. Yeah. And then he's just, it's so funny because I feel like when I've seen the scene before, he was always like three, two, yeah. one, but he doesn't count down. Instead, he's just like, later, dudes. <laughs> you don't remember that? It's one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. I don't know why. It's so random. Like, it's so random. And he also, he also does this with his also hands. I feel like it's dubbed in. I don't know why. You don't think he's actually saying it? I don't. Do you think he was originally saying something else, and then they decided against it, and like, but they couldn't go back and film it, so they dubbed it in? Maybe. Because you don't see him say it, is that why? You don't see his lips, like, actually say... It just, the... Later dudes. You just feel That's very, part of it. It's very put in. But the other part of it is, like, the audio... Is it sound different? It sounds different to really? me. Really? I've, never, me caught, I've never caught that. I guess maybe a little bit. And maybe... I've always thought because it's the hood, like, It's just the him. power of suggestion, right. Maybe it's yeah. just since I can't see him saying that, my mind's telling me he's not saying that. But yeah. um, I've always Dude, wondered if... We gotta look that up after the episode, because that would be interesting if he never said that. You can look it up? I'm gonna try. Right, I'm gonna just gonna do up. a quick search while we continue to chat. But, um... I've always loved the later dudes, and he does it with his hand, and he shoots yeah. off, yeah. It's a freaking Dude, trail it's a freaking fire. rocket. Yeah, yeah, it's a freaking... He's, he... He shoots off like a rocket. Um, he shoots off and is sailing through the woods. Um, he sails through. What's he go through? The woods first. He goes through the. He goes through he goes the sledding through, place first. He goes to like a barn or a little shed at the sled place. It's then like weird because he like goes through woods, then he goes through that. Then well, he goes. It's almost through like it woods. wraps around. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And then finally, after this last like break of woods, he goes out and lands on a street. He almost gets hit with a school by a school bus, and then he finally gets off the street and slides into a Walmart um, parking lot and falls into the 
It's like a gift bin, right? It's like a toy donation yeah, bin. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. And then, like, the family's all just like, Ugh. Yeah. Yep. So, it doesn't necessarily say yes or no. This one thing is saying that I think some lines were dubbed over to secure a PG-13 rating. And then there are other things mm. that are saying that it's... Did you say something else? Um, not uncommon for actors to, like, record audio after the fact. You know uh, what it might have been? Especially for, like, outdoor scenes. Okay. Um, because, like, that way they can get a cleaner audio in. You know what, maybe... But it doesn't necessarily say yes. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was, like, outside interference, like, made it sound weird. So then they had him just dub it in. But to you, it just sounds really funky. Even though that's maybe what he's saying in the scene. Yeah, I... Okay. Well, I either know. way, it's all good. Um, so, he, so he ends up in the toy donation bin. Yes. After all that. It, it works. Maybe a little too much. The lubricant. Yes. Maybe, too, maybe just put a little bit on. Maybe well, because he's like rubbing it on, and then you can see him spraying more on after that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe he just put a little too much on there. Yeah, yeah I think he just... I think he, he, he put too much. It's the, it's the excess of it. Yeah. And Clark is worried about his bonus. His last day at work is 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 the twenty is the twentieth. I'm sorry. Is it twenty first? That's the twentieth. Okay. No, no, you're right. It's the twenty first. Yeah. Henderson writes the twenty first. His last day at work is the twenty first, and on that day, he's kind of just at a desk. Really, clearly not. He's not too busy on his last day at work. I mean, you never are. No. And um, his, his buddy comes in again, and says, "You know, you get your bonus yet?" He says, "Or wife or somebody says kids maybe." Said somebody yeah, he came, said his kid came said, and dropped it in. Said yeah. the company mailman was there. He dropped it by. Did you get yours yet? And Clark's like worried about it. He says, nah. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not going to get this if it doesn't come. He's already put a deposit down. That's scary, you know. Yeah. On the pool. Um, he's worried about losing it. And shortly after that, we get the famous... Um, pool scene? Pool scene. Yes. Mary's back. Mary is back. The uh, oh, melic looking maca scene. Yes. Uh, where that music plays. Everybody knows that Christmas song. And you going to say something before? Well, I was going to say, like, I kind of, like, rushed to the Mary scene because there's also, like, him visualizing, like, his family. It's like everybody enjoying the pool. Yeah. And he's like, man, this is going to be so worth it. And then Eddie comes in. Yeah. And he's like, oh. But then he, I think he realizes, wait, this is my head. I can think whatever I want. I can think whatever I want. And of course... There, yeah. there, there goes Mary. What's well, funny too, because in one of the other Lampoon movies, like the girl in the Ferrari, like he later has like a daydream about her being in the pool <laughs> or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think I remember that in the vacation one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He 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 basically envisions Mary by by the pool. Yeah. And little <laughs> Sally Joe or what's her name? Mary Sue. <laughs> Or Ruby Sue. <laughs> Ruby Sue. I was like, no. Yeah. I mixed Mary. And. Who's in this Ruby, scene. Yeah. And Ruby. She yeah. comes down and she thinks Ruby he's Santa. Sue. She does. Because it's it's, he's in a red robe, to be he, fair. He, to be fair, he's My favorite part about the scene is, like, while she's, like, taking, like, she's, like, undressing and, like, throws it towards the window, it actually hits the window. Yes. No, that actually. <laughs> Which is super cool. Makes me, like, crack up laughing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And he, like, flinches. Yeah, My like, favorite oh. part is when they show Ruby Sue's, like, what she's seeing is he's, like, holding onto the blind. <laughs> I feel like he's, his body is just pressed. It's, like. As far as he can to the window. Yes. <laughs> but it's always just been funny to me, the image of him, like, standing there. 
Just holding on to the curtain. He, it's the curtains. That's what it is. He's holding on to the curtains, like, standing there. Like, yeah. like you said, he's as far up to that window as he can be. And she scares him and thinks he's Santa. But she's worried that they won't, that her and Rocky, who, by the way, we didn't mention, but he's like a vow of silence for something. <laughs> he does not talk. No. I don't think he says a word the whole movie. I don't know. Because well, you said that off. You saw, you saw that somewhere. But then I saw on IMDb, they said that he speaks briefly later in the movie. I don't know. Although, every time I've seen it, I've never heard him say I'm, Yeah, and like, going from memory, I've never heard him yeah. say it. So we're going to say he never speaks. He might say something. What could but, be wrong. Um, she's worried that they won't get gifts. She's shitting bricks. <laughs> and he's like, you really shouldn't say that word. And she's like, sorry. Shitting rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Just shows you um, Eddie's parenting, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, so... In the morning... Uh, Clark's going down the stairs in his... I think he's got a hockey jersey on, isn't it? Yeah, it's hockey Blackhawks jersey. jersey. Blackhawks jersey, there you Which go. you can actually, like, buy a Griswold. Can you? Yeah, Blackhawks jersey. That's so cool. Uh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it does say Griswold on the back, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Um, and in the morning, the parents are arguing, the kids are running around. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And he's just like, he sees that, and they're having breakfast, and he turns the other way. He goes yeah. to the living room. Don't blame him. And out the window, he sees Eddie... And, of course, the iconic shitter was full. Yeah. Out there with the hose. Oh, shitter's full. Honey, did you check our shitters? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that little scene. The whole part in front of the window is funny. Eddie is in Ford. the... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and then Todd comes out. And, like, I guess he smells it because he, like, looks over. Yeah, he's going to go running and he, like, stops and, like, backs into his house again. Yeah. And, and Eddie's like, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Shitter was full. Yeah, he says it again. Yeah. Like, that just makes it all... And then he backed out of there. Yeah. Well, I but, just love how he told him, like, Merry Christmas first. Yeah. yeah. Just to get that out of the way. But, <laughs> yeah. icon- uh, but Eddie's wearing the iconic bathrobe, that hat. He has the cigar. Yeah. He has dress shoes on with, like, tall, like, dress socks. Yeah. But he's wearing a robe. That hat, of course, and the cigar. It's, the whole, like, thing is, like... And I feel like... Eddie. That's, like, his... Like, that's, that's he's, his like, Eddie. drunk, too. He's holding a beer. Because I feel like he's, like... Bleh. Like he's holding burping a while he's holding the beer. Yeah. He's kind of just like he's got the hose. Yeah, yeah I just, just he's like not really like standing still either. He's like I don't want to say he's like wobbling, like or rocking, anything, he's but yeah, rocking. Yeah, which to me tells me he's just like drunk. And it's clearly early in the morning. Yeah, because Clark just woke up, so about on par for the course. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the that's like the iconic like cousin Eddie outfit. Yeah, um, like I've seen at, a multiple Halloween costume cousin Eddie and. Like, you immediately know what it is. Oh, yeah. Very iconic. Uh, at, back at the Walmart, uh, Eddie loads up on dog food. Dude, what's up with that? So, I've always, like... I like, your nugget. sister was just, like, it's for his dog. And I was like, okay, so he buys, like, 12 bags of dog well, food. Well, because Clark's paying, so I think he's stocking up. Because Clark's paying, right? If it was him, he probably wouldn't. But Clark's paying... So he's loading up, okay, and he's gonna stock it all up. So he I never has to buy. Was like they're that's so it. poor that that's just what they eat, or he's just literally mm. such a freaking weirdo that like that's what they eat is dog food because it's cousin Eddie, and I wouldn't I don't, put it past him. Definitely never said thought that. Okay, I think it's because Clark's at the store with him, so that means he's gonna pay. So he's loading up on dog food, so that makes he can way put more it all sense. in the RV, and they never have to buy dog food because he buys. Literally so much. That makes way more sense. I don't know if you noticed, though. I have a nugget. Okay, go ahead. It's probably it's probably what you're about to say. Is it what you're about to say? I don't know. It's kind of a less known fact, although it happens, like, pretty clearly, but people just miss it, apparently. The light bulb? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Um, so apparently it's like a really like missed thing, and I honestly didn't notice it until I kind of was measured it, but like a couple Christmas Eves ago, I like just now like I just caught it like the very last time I watched. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, I thought you like always knew. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I caught it like a couple years ago, and kind of when I was starting to get into like really like analyzing movies, mm-hmm. watching everything. Because there's, like, watching movies and there's, like, watching movies, you know? Right. Um, but basically, while at the Walmart, um, they're walking by and Clark puts a uh, box of light bulbs on top of, like, this stack of dog food. And just a second later, Eddie puts a bag right on top of it and it goes, and yeah. it makes, like, a smashing now noise. But I think it happens so fast people miss it. Because you're usually, you're probably watching Eddie. Yeah. Not that Clark's, like, grabbing, like... But it happens so fast because he sets it down, then boom, there's a bag on top of it. You don't get to see the light bulbs, like, barely. And it, it happens so fast that you, you'll miss it. So I heard the sound, mm-hmm. and then I looked at the thing that he, like, as they kept walking, I looked at, like, the stack that he grabbed off of. And that's when I saw that it was, like, a pallet of light bulbs. And I was like, oh, haha, okay. Well, yeah. That's funny. So that that's, that's another nugget I had. Yeah. Kind of a uh... little lesser known fact. Yeah. But it's weird because, like, usually these nuggets are, like, behind the scenes things. And that's, like, right in the movie. But it just happens so fast, people miss it. Hmm. Because he's just piling on dog food. So why would, they, why would, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he thinks he's done. Because that's plenty of dog food. And yeah, then... Clearly boom. not. Psst. Yeah. You break it, you buy it. <laughs> and then uh, Clark offers to buy presents for Rocky and Ruby Sue. Yes. And he's like, Clark, I want you to also buy something for you. For yourself, I want to get you something real, real nice. nice. Yeah, <laughs> and it's now Christmas Eve. The door, the big doors open. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve, and Aunt Bethany and Uncle Lewis arrive, and they're the freaking most, dude. Oh my God, there's so much. They are too much, and this is the bulk of the movie, Christmas Eve. Yeah, this is this is like most yeah. of the movie, I'd say. Well, because I feel like this is kind of like been building the to Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah, we've been building to this day. Uncle Lewis's hair comes off with his hat. Oh gosh, <laughs> this is Dupay. He's like, whoop, and even uh, Catherine's like behind Ed, Clark. She's like, oh my god, <laughs> it like comes off, and he tries to put it back on. Yeah, and he like puts it on, but it doesn't look right. Um, where was I? Yeah, uh, Aunt Bethany. Did I break wind? Is She's clearly very confused and just old. Yeah, she's she, got to have, like... She says, is Rusty still in the Navy? Yeah. Why would Rusty be in the Navy? <laughs> when did you move to Florida? Yep. She's talking about, did you get a new... When did you get a new house? Yep. And Lewis is like, they didn't get a new house. Lewis is like art, but even more of a hater. They're both kind of haters, but <laughs> Lewis is like worse. Yeah. Um. And she... And Bethany also brought Rats her cat her. and Jello as presents. Yep. Because Eddie comes in, he's like, this this one here is leaking. And right before that, Russ comes in and is like, this box is meowing. This present's meowing. <laughs> um, and Ellen kind of describes it as that she just wraps stuff around the house. Because they don't have a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah. She just wraps them as gifts. And yeah. Russ's like, can't wait to see what I got. <laughs> yeah. Another, like, line by Russ where, I don't know, it's just funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the delivery of it, I, I feel like, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And we finally get, we get to Christmas dinner or Christmas Eve dinner, and Aunt Bethany, they want her to. It's her 80th Christmas. It is. And Clark wants her to uh, say grace. So I actually have a nugget. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Aunt Bethany is played by May Questel. I would say, yeah. Uh, she was the voice of Betty Boop. Really? In the 30s. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I just thought that was like super cool. That is pretty cool. I didn't know that either. That's pretty cool. Um, but they want her to say grace because it's her 80th Christmas. Yes. And, and it might be your last one. She's very confused. And I, yeah. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, I love that she says the Pledge of Allegiance. And yeah. when she's done, everyone's just like, amen. Amen. Like, yeah. no one says it. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Because at, at that point, she first says Grace was dead, has been dead for 30 years. Yeah. And Lewis is like, the blessing. Why is he, like, pointing to his teeth? I don't know. It's very weird. I've always wondered that. But, like, it's very weird. He's like, the blessing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's weird. He's or maybe like, he's like, read my lips. The blessing? But I don't know. they did say grace the whole time. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. But, yeah, he says the blessing, and finally she does recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Eddie stands up. And then Clark stands up. Like, they're all like, all right. Because they're like, at this point, we might as well just roll with it. Like you said, they're just kind of like, well. It would be Eddie that stands up, too, dude. It would. And then everybody else is like, okay, I guess we're just rolling with yeah. it. Why correct her at this point? Right. Um, so their Christmas Eve prayer is the Pledge of Allegiance. And Clark goes to cut into the turkey, and it, like, makes a fart noise almost, and it hisses. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, like, it makes, like, hissing sound. And he he tells Catherine right before, he's like, if this tastes as good as it looks, we're in for a real treat. Yeah. And he's like, Tsss. and it's like, uh, it looks like it's half, like, deteriorated. And he's like, well, it's just like a little rotten, dry. Like rotten, almost. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's just a little dry. And... The next scene, everyone's like, it's like, like gnawing on, everybody's like, like, everybody's like chomping. Yeah. Um, like an- you- another lesser known thing that happens so fast is they briefly show Element and she's eating and she throws. Yeah. Her food over her I saw that. I saw that. It's really then, funny. Uh, it's really. It's it happened. Another thing that happened so quick though. Uh, what am I trying to say? Freaking Clark's mom uh, is Nora, like yeah. like like dipping it in her water to try and like soften it up. Try and soften it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I love the, I love Ellen with the fork. Yeah. She, like, throws it. <laughs> and then pretend, and then puts, like, eats, like, nothing on the fork. Yeah. Like, mmm. Yeah. Um, and then Clark eats the jello mold, and... There's freaking cat food in it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, drinks water, and he's like, hey, Bethany, is your cat having to... And Eddie's like, I don't know about the cat, but I sure do like it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, love you up, Clark, and he gets more. What Maybe if... you're right. Maybe he does eat dog food, because he likes cat foods. Maybe he does. Maybe your weird theory about him eating <laughs> dog food is right. Truth to it. Because he likes the Jello mold that has it's cat food, right? That's what it is. It's cat food in it. No, that is yeah. exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. And then the cat starts to cause some little bit of trouble. Doesn't? doesn't well, I just like. I don't know. This is just like so Eddie, but Clark's like, "Hey kids, I heard a report on the news that an airline pilot." Spotted Santa flying over New York. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, all the kids are like, oh, oh wow. Yeah, and Eddie's like, are you serious, Clark? Yeah, of course. <laughs> something like that. And Clark doesn't even say anything. He ignores him. Yeah. He like starts looking around and ignores him. Oh, my God, of course. It is so Eddie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. You idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, but then we have the cat. The cat starts to chew on the tree lights. And snot dug and spilled through the trash, we find out. The trash is all spilled. 
Because he's like under the table. You good? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to place like timeline of events. And while they're cleaning up the trash, Uncle Lewis is like, hey, if you're not doing anything constructive, will you go get my cigars? He, yeah, he goes, will you go get my uh, stogie, is what he says. And so Clark goes to get him, and he notices stogie? that the... How do you say that? Stogie? That stogie. Stogie, okay. Yeah. I wrote it down with a K for some reason. <laughs> um, stogie. And when he's out there getting it, the lights turn off on the tree. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that's weird. And he goes back, and they're just unplugged from the wall. The outlet. Another outlet issue. Yeah. The cat just pulled them off. He pulled, she pulled, the cat pulled it, the plugs out of that wall. While it was gnawing on the Christmas lights. Yeah, because we don't know. Yeah, but they, uh, the cat, like, took the lights, like, under the chair. chair. Yeah. Um, Clark plugs the first one in. Nothing happens. The lights turn on fine. Plugs the second ones in. Bzz, bzz, like a noise, and it goes, yeah. It makes a giant explosion, then boom, the lights turn out, and... All the smoke starts coming cuts, out from under the chair. It cuts to Russ, and he has a lighter in front of the breakers when he switches it back on. Cause it, like, shut the power off. Yeah. Like, blew a fuse. So he turns it back on, and then they find the cat smoking. Or the chair smoking. And they move the chair, and in the in There's, the like, carpet, an imprint. An imprint of the cat. Like, a burned outline. <laughs> like, little tufts of hair. Oh my gosh! And the entire it's smoking, and they and Ellen gets all the people to go in. Yeah, to, she's like, "Let's like get out of here." <laughs> and Eddie and Clark carry the chair out to the curb. This is here, the fine piece of furniture. Yeah. He's like, and Clark says he smells something, and the sewer looks like something out of Ghostbusters. It's, it's green, like glowing green, yeah, and it's like smoking. I was like, "Slimer's down there, dude." It was very good, don't you think? Yeah, very Ghostbusters, absolutely. <laughs> Oh god, the Christmas Eve dinner. What did the box see? If I was Clark, this is when it starts to like be like, oh my god, yeah, no, too it much. really it's starting starts to up melting. It's yeah. the cat. The dinner was bad. The food wasn't great. Like, did they have one? Like, what was what food did they like enjoy? Maybe the rolls were good. Well, then after all of that, Uncle Lewis goes to light a cigar by the tree and like burns the whole thing. I think they're like eating dessert. They like sit down and he's like, Clark's okay. finally like enjoying himself. And I'm then boom, dessert. I love the fireball. It's like Fire, whoosh. Yeah. yeah, it is like a whoosh. It is. Yeah, it's like something out of like. Super Mario Brothers, something like, and Bowser. the tree, yes, exactly, the tree is destroyed, and Lewis's back is on fire, he lighted himself on fire, too, yeah, how did he, he do that, how do you do that, I don't know, I, will, I, I was did he turn around he was... with the cigar, and did it, like, light the tree, and then he, like, or maybe he, like, threw the match, like, or, like, later in the movie, he throws the match, and it blows something up, yeah. he throws the match, and it just hits yeah, the like, tree, clearly, his smoking is hazardous, because <laughs> this is the first time in the movie out of two that something bad happens because yeah. of him smoking. And right after that, the mailman finally comes. Yeah. I think this is like the final. Clark W.M. Grisman. He's like, he like stops saying it. I always love the way he does that. Do you know who does that? Uh-uh. He likes to say, he's like, I got delivery for Clark W. Grisman. And he's like, because <laughs> Clark's like, shut the door. And he says it fell between his seats. And he, it should have been delivered a couple days ago. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I brought it back. I think he was expecting, like, a tip or something. And then he shuts the door. Yeah. And Clark's just like... Well, he that? was like, Merry Christmas. And the door shuts. And then he goes, Merry Christmas. After the door's already shut. Yeah. And it's the bonus. Oh, my God. What's what's in the bonus? Finally. He finally gets his bonus. Find out next time. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Um, next Christmas episode. No. Uh, let's go on a quick break, though, before we see what's in the bonus. I'm cool with that. You cool with that? Yeah. Before we get to what's in the the long-awaited... I mean, he's been waiting for this. To they've what, been what talking... Is, yeah, they've been setting up the whole movie. And he's been worried about it. 
He's so, been oh god. <laughs> what's in the uh what's what's in the what's in the uh piece of mail? Find out next. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. We're here back from our last break. Here to finish off National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Indeed. Um, back from our short little break to Clark finally getting his bonus. Yes. Finally getting his Christmas the bonus. The mailman showed up late, but better late than never. Better late than never. And Clark tells the family his plans. He says, I was going to wait until tomorrow, but I'm just going to tell you. I'm yeah, yeah. Swimming pool. And everybody freaks out, you know. It's a great moment. And he opens it. Um, and he kind of just goes, he, and he walks away and he keeps doing that over and over again. And was like, oh, what is it? Is it more than more last year? More than you thought? Yeah. Less? Less than you thought? Less than you thought? Uh, it's a one-year Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah. Membership. Wow. Clark loses it. He says is that, if that isn't over the, the biggest bag over the head, and then he starts kicking all the presents. He starts, yeah. like, stomping on the already burned presents. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Eddie, of course, has the iconic line. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the yeah. whole year. <laughs> the whole year. Clark rips it up, drinks some eggnog very quickly, and he wants Shirley brought to him. Yes. He, he says, says if got anyone any has any last-minute Christmas gifts ideas, yeah. I got one. Shirley, my boss, right here. Um, and then Clark's iconic rant, of course. Yeah. Everybody knows it. It's fantastic. It's literally so good. Um... It's definitely the, like, once again, a couple, like, years ago when I started, like, actually, like, watching movies and appreciating all of it, I was like, Chevy Chase, like, acted in the scene, like, his butt off, like, more than he did, more than anybody else in this entire movie. Hmm. It's very well, like, done. You know what I mean? Don't you think? Acting-wise? He's just getting red by the end of it, like, he's, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I feel like just, like, getting through that rant will turn you red. But that's like, what I mean. Is, he got through it all in one take, and that's, like, and that's just good acting. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not, like, bad acting. I just, like, when I think of, like, good acting, I think of, like, a moving oh, performance. I, yeah, but I'm saying, like, for a comedy, what the type of movie this is. Yeah. You're not going to get that. For a comedy film, I think it's great. You're just, like, nodding, like, no. You're, I mean, I You're, like, think, you're being a complete idiot, Nicholas. Like, I don't <laughs> think you're being an idiot. I just, like... I just think it's well acted, is all I'm saying. Okay. I, I I don't think that it was, like, poorly acted, but I didn't watch that scene and was like, Chevy Chase is such a great actor. You know what I just, like, that didn't occur to me. Okay. Yeah. I just... <laughs> um, I, have a, I have a nugget about the rant, though. Apart okay. From that, apart from that, I have a rant. I have a rant. I have a nugget about the rant. Um, while most of the rant was ad-libbed, uh, cast members facing Chevy Chase had signs around their necks that had adjectives on them. For him to, like, remember. Really? So when the camera is, like, you see to the backs of everybody in just Chevy Chase. Yeah. They have signs on. But when it just shows them, obviously they don't. Right. But it's a thing to help him remember. He did get it in one take, and it, the, most of it was ad-libbed. He was coming up with all that, which is crazy. Because he gets he's, he gets some random stuff. That is impressive. I and mean, we get, like, heartless, dickless, like, yeah. n- no good. He gets, like, all these things in a row, and it's, like, that to me is good. I know huh. you might not, you know, but... Well, no, I, the, when you the, say that, that's impressive. Because in my mind, I'm like, all he did was, like, memorize a script. I didn't realize it was ad-libbed. I didn't realize it was all just one take. Majority of it was ad-libbed, yeah. I think the only part that wasn't was, like, the uh, 
the beginning where he asked like where like he wants some my last minute Christmas gift idea. Right. But then they were like, why don't you just like rant and just see where you get whatever and comes. He get he came up with that. Are you kidding me? Hmm. That's good stuff. I really like the rant. It's awesome. And when I was a kid, I was like, all oh, these words. Yeah. All these things he's saying. Um, and this is, I say this is the, as we talked about earlier, this is the climax of his, like, rage and, like, just tiredness of what all, everything that's happened. Like we said, it's been building up. You know? Thing after thing. And this is when he goes and cuts down a tree, right? Shortly after, yeah. Okay. Shortly after that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to make sure we didn't, like, skip too far ahead. No, yeah, he hasn't cut it down yet. That I left any of my notes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is like This the, is the climax. He just is so tired of everything that he just snaps and he goes on this right Absolutely. Hand. Yeah. This was the straw that broke the camel's back 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. My, my, my two, like, this reminds me of the Ghostbusters episode where it said, like, most of Bill Murray's lines were ad-libbed. Huh. I wonder who could add lid better, Chevy Chase or Chevy Chase on SNL. So I kind of would have to say Chevy Chase, even though that's kind of like a script. Most of the time they go off the rails with that too. I think Bill Murray was on SNL, but I mean, like he was like a cast member for a while, like not gotcha. just like a guest star. God, I thought Bill Murray was too. Oh, was he? I don't know. I don't like little talk about Bill Murray. <laughs> I thought he was. was I could really? be wrong. I know. Well, they were. Well, then they were both on SNL. Then I know for a fact Dan Aykroyd was. Okay. Um. I want to say it was. But, Nugget, okay. Mr. Shirley, mm-hmm. is actually played by Bill Murray's brother. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That is very cool. And perfect with what, what we were just saying. Yeah. So, yeah, either way, they're both on SNL. So, that yeah. kind of proves, like, that you can do quick comedic acting in itself. You know, because it's kind of what SNL is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, based down to it is what it is. Yeah. Like, kind of improv in. Yeah. Yeah. And he ends it with, where's the Tylenol? Yeah, where's the Tylenol? And stomps off, and Eddie leaves shortly after that. You see the RV pulling out. Where's he going? God knows. We'll hmm. find out soon. <laughs> and Clark goes out and looks for a new tree, and he cuts it down, and it goes through Todd and Margo's window. Of yeah, course. I feel like he just goes to, like, the tree on the side of his yard. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, just like, this'll do. Why he didn't do that in the first place instead of driving all the way out to the middle of nowhere? Well, because he said on Christmas Eve, he said, we're not going to get to a, a farm or anything. There's no lots open, is what he says. That's fair. So he's just like, I got, I had to cut down the tree in the front yard. That's fair. Because that's not your first choice as a tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, would you go to the backyard of your house and just cut down, like, one of those trees and just, like... If it was, like, a perfect Christmas tree, I would. But really? then again, I guess this is a replacement. It's a replacement yeah. for his, what yeah. he thought was a perfect Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, Lewis says, put it out of its misery. As much okay. as there's cost in these days, yeah. I would totally just go cut my own down. I guess if you have, like, pie in your backyard, yeah. Yeah. But if it's just, like, the trees we have out here, I don't I'm want that I'm pretty sure it's, house. like, a criminal offense, though, to, like, go on somebody's land and cut one of their trees down. Yeah. Yeah. What if it's your property, though? It's yours, you can do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And the tree, of course, goes through Todd and Margo's window. Of course. Why not? Like They've already point. fallen down the stairs. Their carpet was wet. Yep. They've spilled wine, Sam champagne. Todd fell down the stairs. Yep. And it's not over either. <laughs> we'll be back, Todd and Margo. We're not done with you yet. No. Maybe it's just the, the house, the radius of bad luck we talked about with Santa. It's just exp- expanding. Expanding. <laughs> They're just too close. They're too close. It'd be funny if, like, there was, like, a, a scene after the movie's over and it's, like, a for sale sign at, outside Todd and Margo's house. Like, I, they're, like, moving. <laughs> yeah, because it made me wonder, like, is it just, like, this all year round? Or is it, like, only Christmas? 
affect all year round. Because the shenanigans <sighs> they must put up with. <laughs> yeah. Now in a Santa costume, uh, Clark cuts off the newel post. Yeah, he, 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 it's he, like a little wobbly. He's got a chainsaw, and he's like... At this point, he's just lost his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like we said, doesn't make sense. I actually have a nugget about the newel post, <laughs> which sounds weird. Yeah, he walks by, and it's like a little wobbly, but he's like, nope. Wurr. Yeah, he, he like, just laughs it off. <laughs> and it, like, spins and flies off. And he says, it's the newel post, of course. Um, and it's another reference to It's a Wonderful Life. There you go, Garrett. Huh. Do you know that? No. Where uh, George Bailey is constantly annoyed by a loose by a loose null post in his house, in the movie. Interesting. He's constantly like annoyed by at the end of the stairs. There's like a null post and it's loose, and he's constantly annoyed by it. So that's a reference to that movie, the second one in this movie, by the way, because Russ was already watching it. Yep. Um. So that's another reference to that movie. A Christmas great. Yeah. Clearly, if you're original class, if you're referenced twice in a movie, did you know that about the null post? I had no idea. Mm, cool. Good, I found, glad I found out that you were like, whoa, <laughs> you know. So there goes the new post, and Clark puts more presents under the tree. Some of them are just in, like, Walmart bags. Yeah. Because <laughs> at that point... Like, newspaper. Because at this point... Yeah. Well, I mean... You're doing what you can. Yeah. And Aunt Bethany hears a funny squeaky oh, sound. <laughs> and Everyone's, like, dismissing it because they're like, okay, you're just a crazy I mean, lady. she said the Pledge of Allegiance as the prayer, so at right. this point, you know... But, but Clark's like, no, I hear it too. Mm-hmm. And this starts the squirrel chase Got scene. It. The squirrel jumps out of the tree, attacks Clark, and everyone kind of runs away. Clark's mom faints. Yeah. Nora in the middle of like the living room. She goes down. Like and a second. Bethany potatoes. and Lewis are still in the living room. They're sitting. I there. love how like she just keeps knitting and she he like knitting. falls asleep. Yeah. He's just like whatever. Yeah. They're just sitting out there. The, people are screaming and they're just like, Meh. this is fine. Yeah. It's all good. And snot chases oh God. Yeah. the squirrel all through the house. Literally, all I could think of is this is exactly what would happen if a squirrel got in our house and my dog saw it. Oh, yeah. Because... Your dogs would go ballistic. One, one of my dogs. One in particular would. has, like, a super high prey drive, and, like, she's always trying to catch a squirrel. Yeah. So I was just like... Oh, I've walked your dog before. I know she does. Yeah. <laughs> she is crazy about squirrels. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know one of my dogs would be crazy about squirrels. The other one would be like, oh. <laughs> "Don't really care." Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a squirrel. Um, yeah, she's something. And Clark's plan is to uh, catch in the coat and smack it with a hammer. At which point, Ellen's mom faints. And then, yeah, Ellen's yeah. mom passes out, and because he goes, "Russ, go get the hammer." I'm like, "What do you need a hammer for?" <laughs> yeah. And the chase scene, right? And the entire house gets destroyed. The the kitchen table, then. The china, the dog, like, jumps to the china. I was like... Like, uses the china, uh... To do, like, It's I like a that's hutch. what you call it? Yeah. As, like, a springboard. And, he, like, launches off he of He literally... It. You know in Mario when you do, like, wall jumps? Yeah. That's what he uses as. Yeah. He uses as, like, a, a leap off point. And the entire thing comes down. And Margo decides to stomp over and confront Clark. Because she's tired of it. And meanwhile... And Todd won't do they're it. They're getting chased up the stairs by said squirrel. The dog yes. is up the skid stairs. Like we said, the china, the kitchen. I think he goes through the laundry room door. There's a hole in the laundry room door. Yeah, that's later, how it comes in. Because later Clark's in there and it's broken. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm just trying to show the... The destruction. The level of destruction yeah. that ensued um, in the Griswold house. And speaking of the Griswold house... Ooh, I have my final nugget. Ooh. <laughs> that was a good... So... Transition? Um, Kind of like an urban... 
dictionary thing because it's like a slang thing. But the term Griswold House is popular, is used popular, is popularly used to describe overly decorated houses. Interesting. Like, ah, it's a Griswold house. Like, there's just way too many decorations. <laughs> yeah, like, it's overly, like, you know, you, you always got that person on the street somewhere. Yeah. That's like, whoa, that's a Griswold house. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool thing. Huh. It's like a popular term now to describe. Passed the Griswold house on the way here. Did you? Yeah. I know of one that's on my way to work, and I'm always like, whoa. <laughs> but on the way there, it's never bright, but then on the way home... It, yeah. like, keeps me awake because I'm, like, falling asleep. And it's like, whoa! Because <laughs> there's so many, like... If it, like, lights up your face, like, Clark's house, that's a Griswold house. Boom. Yeah. You've got it. Um, Make sure your pupils dilate. Yeah. You pass on the way here, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. That it was a Griswold house. No, now you do. Now yeah. you can drive back. And be like, Griswold! There's a Griswold house. Yeah. Yeah, because... Right, so, back to Margo. Because Todd won't do it. So, she's going to confront him. Right. And... The they're chasing each other and Clark kind of sees an opportunity to open the door and let them both out. So he opens the door and boom, who's like about to knock? Her hands like up to knock. Yeah. And the squirrel jumps on her and then the dog tackles jumps her. on her. Yeah. So she gets tackled, and he Clark slams the door. He doesn't even he probably saw her but just shuts the door and goes gone. <laughs> <laughs> like doesn't even like care. Because I bet it goes both ways. What do you the mean? neighbor hatred. I bet it goes. It both probably oh, goes I'm both sure. ways. Like he, he's probably like they're snooty and they're probably like, well, he's annoying, you know. Yeah, it goes both ways. So when that happens, he's just like gone, shuts the door. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Not you know, my problem. Don't gotta worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's Eddie's dog. Don't care. I don't really worry about it. She stumbles in, all like messed up. And Margo does, and Todd. In the she face. does. She decks Todd. He's like, yeah. "What happened to you?" And she punches him, and the whole couch flips over. Yeah. So he goes another damage in their house. Catch flips Todd over. Broke his jaw. Probably. Knowing, I think it's the last time we see Todd. It is. Yeah. Because she, like, kind of kicks him out. Because next time you see Margo, she's alone in the house. Yeah. She, like, kicks him out, which is yeah. crazy. <laughs> did, like, did the Griswold's, like, ha- antics lead to them, like... They're, like... Breaking up. <laughs> ruin their marriage. Yeah, ruining their, like, relationship. And then, of course, everyone tries to leave. Yeah. Everyone tries to leave the house. And Clark's like, no. <laughs> Kind of a mini rant, but not really. Yeah. Um, he's basically like, how much worse could it get? Like, yeah. at this point, like, he's got. He says we're gonna, the hap- happiest Christmas, you know, Bing Crosby. Uh, and she's like, we. Well, I think it's a good. Idea. Ellen's like, it's a good idea to let everybody go before this gets worse. Yeah. And he's like, worse. We're at the threshold of hell. We'll take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. Yeah, I always love that line. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Because really, do look around them like it is like at this point any worse. Yeah. But it's Christmas Eve hell because so much has gone wrong. Like we said, I think it's the house. They need to move. I think the house is great because Santa tried and it, yeah, <laughs> clearly it was like built on an Indian burial ground. And it's like yeah, you, you, you shouldn't have built there here. So now yeah. the house is messed up. Clark and his dad kind of have this nice little talk in the laundry room where he's getting water. Clark's kind of filling up some water. Yes. And him and his dad comes in, and they kind of have a nice talk that kind of brings Clark away from his, like, madness, I think. Because right now he's, like, crazy, but I think drinking some water, calming down, plus his dad kind of telling him, like, he says, well, our kids were always so perfect, like, how'd you do it? 
and basically the dad line is basically like in like insinuating that like it wasn't it wasn't but i'm just glad that you remembered it in a way that it was i guess right you know because he says i had a lot out from jack daniels yeah. so you know that's yeah basically letting you know it like, wasn't perfect either because right. is there such a thing basically i mean that's what i got from it you know like, is there such a thing right so don't worry too much about it and he says you're such a good father like don't let this like ruin like the memory, I guess, or something yeah. like that. Like, you don't want them to remember this. Let them remember that you really tried hard to make a good Christmas for them. Yeah. Which, I like this scene a lot. It's like the only movie, time the movie gets, like, it's a, grounded. Yeah. It's very, it's the seri- most serious part of the movie, I think. That's a good point. And it, and it, and it turns Clark around from his craze he's in. And before his dad leaves, I love when he hugs him. He has the cup of water, and he's, like, patting his back in the water, like, splashing. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that, too, and I was just like, what? But at this point, right, they're the threshold of hell, so might as well. I mean... Throw some water on the flames? Yeah. What do they have to lose? Right. And he asks, Dad, are you going to retire the night before Christmas? And he goes... I retired. It's your house. Yeah. It's your Christmas. I'm retiring, yeah. I like his dad. Yeah, Clark Senior. cool. Yeah, Clark Senior, he's a good dude. Um, and Eddie arrives. While he's reading the book, he goes, and out on the lawn, Rose such a clatter is eddie with a man in his pajamas and a dog chain with a bow with a bow and then he gets up and goes to see and eddie comes in and he it's revealed that he kidnapped mr shirley <laughs> but he's got a bow on him so that's fine where did eddie get a bow that big did you go to a car dealership and steal one that's what it reminded me of you know during it christmas the car like dealership that. have like bows on cars at least yeah. in the commercials it looks like one of those <laughs> like how do you get that i wonder if he just took it from uh Mr. Shirley's house. Mr. Shirley had a giant bow? Maybe. He's rich, so he's, he's probably got dead. Money. Yeah, that's kind of what my thought It's probably was. on his front door, and he, like, ripped it off. Yeah, that that actually could be. I kind of wanted to see if Eddie going in. Like, how'd he, like, do that? Did he just, like, go in? Like, was the, did he just, like, knock on the knock door? Knock on the door, yeah. And then when they answer it, he just, like, busts in. Well, and then, like, Mrs. Shirley's, oh, like, my gosh, she's, calls the police. Yeah. She's, like, a man in a... Blue leisure suit. Blue leisure suit. She's big and burly. <laughs> big and burly, yeah. Uh, she reports a kidnapping, and Clark tells Mr. Shirley off. Basically, he says, this is another kind of serious part of the movie, he says people depend on it, like, and you took it away from Yeah, for 17 us. years. Yeah. And he would be expected Chris and Bowes, and, you, and people depend on that as part of their salary. Yeah. He goes, what you did is just plain, and Russ goes, sucks. sucks. And then Clark comes out and kind of, like, nods. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. Um... So, Mr. Shirley kind of, re- he reinstates Christmas bonuses. Because basically what Clark said, you know, that it's just not a good thing to do. Because people, like, right, cause it's part of their livelihood. Like, like, if if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But, like, you didn't let anybody know. So, right. we were all expecting it. Like, every like every other year. And the expectation of it is worse. It's worse when you're expecting something and then it doesn't happen. Right. Than because... you knowing beforehand. Especially, like he said, when it's part of your livelihood and you're, ex- like... You need it. Right. Or when you put a $7,500 deposit down on a pool. On a pool. And yeah. you need it. Yeah. Yeah. But some people might, like, really need it for just anything. You right. Know? Not just a pool. Like, you just might need it. And you get a Jelly in the Month Club, that's a... That's a... It's kind kick, of a slap in the face. I don't that's a, nothing. a kick in the baguettes. In the baguettes, <laughs> yeah. Baguettes. Um, but Mr. Shirley sees... He does. He... He realizes his mistake. Yeah, and he reinstates the Christmas bonuses, and he also adds 20%. He yeah, says to add 20%. Yeah, last year, add 20%. And Clark, Clark faints. Faints. That's the third fainting we've had. in this movie. 
Um, Clark passes out. 20% of whatever he had. Yeah, it's... It's a pretty substantial increase. I mean, we don't even know what he had last year, but yeah. It's good enough that he fainted, so it yeah. must have been really good. And then, here comes Santa Claus starts playing as all these just absolute swarm of cop cars. Oh, gosh. Just start yeah. driving up to the... Uh, Griswold, Griswold Manor. Griswold Manor, yeah. Um, and it, the, mu- the the music starts as the cops start to break into the house. They're, like, shimmying down the roof. Yeah, repelling in through the... W- Do they tear the house up? Do they think they're, like, holding him at gunpoint? Like, come on in! Like, they're really just, like, all talking. Like, yeah. They're not, like, holding him, like, hostage. Yeah, Clark's like, uh, I think you guys made a mistake here. They're repelling into the house. They're getting ready to bust through the windows. One of the, one of the guys goes through the window and knocks the tree over. Yeah. Once again, the tree. We leave the tree alone. <laughs> tree is sacred. Um, and some of them are posted behind trees in case they come out. Some of the cops like hiding behind trees. Yeah, like they're like the Chicago. I think they're in Chicago yeah. PD ain't messing around. No, with his kidnapping. It's essentially like like SWAT. Yeah, and the Chicago thing is actually because um, Clark always wears a he in few Chicago scenes, Bears Chicago hat. Bears hat. No, yeah. and the Chicago Blackhawks. That that too the jersey. Yeah. So by our sports teams. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go ahead. And say we're gonna they're go. In they're in Chicago because of Clark's uh, local sports teams. And then Clark kind of gets up while the music's playing, and the cops are right outside the door, and he's like fixing his hat, and he's like once again, like like the light scene, he's embracing everybody. Yeah. yeah. And says the Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Um. Very iconic line from Chevy Chase there. Old Chevy. And the cops come in, and the windows are just like, it's just the horns are crashing. Even yeah. upstairs, it's like just crashing. And then they're, they're like, freeze, and everybody just stops. Or the cops stop, and he's like, not you, them. And then yeah, they all yeah, fire I was free. like, oh, gosh. Um, and the Shirleys are reunited. Mrs. Shirley gets out of the car. Mr. Shirley says he's not pressing any charges. Not pressing any charges. And uh, did you notice Ellen's hand in this scene? Yeah. It's like on his crotch. <laughs> It's really funny. I don't know why. Because they said to freeze, so she just, like, stopped. <laughs> yeah. And I love when she's talking to Mrs. Shirley after he says that he's not putting charge, and she goes, welcome to our home. And she takes her hand, and she goes, And puts she it puts back. it right back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Apparently, she was just, like... Oh, so funny. She did that, like, and was told Chevy that it was to see if anyone noticed, and she said they did several takes, and, like, no one said anything. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I that means that not mean it was improv. I think so. Oh, that makes it better. That's like so, so funny. You know how she calls him Sparky? Yeah. Like apparently that was just something that she came up with that like she like her character was gonna call him Sparky and she calls him that in every single one of the movies. That's like that's like so iconic that she called him that like and it was improv. Good job, Beverly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. She was just like Yeah, I think that like Clark's wife would call him Spark like she just that was like a character decision that she made. Such a good call. Yeah. Because it works perfectly. Apparently they're, apparently they're like really good friends. Like these movies like made them like good friends. I assume. They made so many you could not be. Like yeah. Yeah, at this point like I yeah. feel like. That's really cool though. I did not know she improv that. That is really impressive because it yeah. works so perfectly. Um, I always wondered like why it was. And like when I saw that I was like oh. Because she wanted it to be. <laughs> good nugget. Jim. Yeah. Good nugget. That one's cool. Um, and she improved the that that too, which is cool in the freeze scene. Yeah, yeah, that's cool too. 
I thought that was really funny. But I didn't notice it for a while. I literally just noticed it this last time I watched what? it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man, you were, your eyes were peeled. I noticed it a couple, <laughs> couple, couple not, not a while ago. But I could remember for the longest time I did not notice it. And then one time I saw it, I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it's like as time goes on, you like notice different things. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. as a kid, you're just like focused on... The cops just bust through the door. And yeah. then you're like looking at little... Like I said, there was a point where you start watching movies for... Like, kind of this reason. To analyze movies. Yeah. And you're like looking at everything. And you're like, what is she doing? Well, uh, yeah. And I you feel know. like when you've seen it several times, like, you're able to kind of, like... Not focus on everything and just look at certain stuff. But right. Because like it's not the all details. so yeah. new. Yep. Yeah. 100%. When you watch it every Christmas, you start to look at the details, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then when Mr. Shirley is kind of... Telling Mrs. Shirley what he did, because she didn't know. Yeah. About, like, taking away the bonuses. She's like, what a bad way to make a buck, or something like that, you know? Yeah, like, of all the things you've done to make a buck. Why would you, like... So she's not happy with it either. But then no. the freaking police captain has, like, one of my favorite lines of the entire movie, and I quote it, like, on a daily basis. I don't know why. It's so funny to me. He says, that's pretty low, mister. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. And then he, like, saw and He's like, I fixed it, I fixed it. But it's yeah. just so... Well, this is so random. Because it's, like, the police captain. He's, right. like, talking about... If I had a rubber hose. Did he beat him with it? I think the reason it's so funny for me as a kid, I'd like be rolling on the floor. I thought it was so mom, mom and dad paused the movie. Thought it was so funny. Um, <laughs> it still makes me laugh now. It's, I think it's the randomness of it. It is super random. And it's and it's because it's from him. The police like chief just or captain. Out of or nowhere, he just yeah. like drops that and it's like funny. Like I was like, what? what is, and it's like kind of like a the rubber way hose? he says it too. Yeah. Like, hey, mister. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> or that's pretty low. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, it is really funny. I, I've i always loved that line. I need that on, like, a coffee mug. <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, or, like, a sweater. And so things are kind of resolved with the police because he's yeah. not pressing charges. Yeah. Everything's cool. Eddie tries to take the fall for it, actually. He says it was my fault. It was my idea. Yes. Because we didn't mention it being the beginning of the scene. Uh, he says he's going to fire Clark yeah. and all that. So And then he's like, okay, well, you're still fired and you're going to jail. Yeah. 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 Um, but everything's resolved. It's all good. And Rocky and Mary Sue. Or, why do I keep calling her that? <laughs> Ruby Sue. Ruby Sue. See, the they think it's a shooting star outside. And it's not. I thought it, there was a shooting star. Oh, Okay. But then there's like a big bright star that they think is like... Santa. Yeah. Maybe right. But I think it was a shooting star at first. Yeah. That's what I meant. At first, yeah. That is, that, what, through like the window there is. I think and that's then once what they go outside. Yeah. And then... But the shooting star is so fast, like nobody else sees it but them. Right. This is apparently when he might... Rocky might talk when they're running out of the house. Apparently he mumbles something. Don't believe it. Because I've seen this movie a million it. times and I... I don't know, maybe we should go frame by frame. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe he does. And everybody goes outside because they're like, look, it's Santa. And everybody goes outside to see it. And Lewis is like, that's not... Um, that's the light of the sewage plant. And then Clark like it clicks in his head. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Lewis, don't throw that. Because like he's said, like lighting a cigar. And... Like you said, maybe that's what happened with the tree because he throws the match backwards. Yeah. And... It ignites because Eddie was... Um, in the shitter. I was just going to say that. Emptying the shitter, yeah. And he throws the match back in that green Ghostbuster-like stuff. Slimer. And it, like, blows 
Uh, it blows Lewis, like, into the air and blows everybody else, like, back. Yeah. Or it also sends, like, the reindeer and Santa decorations flying. Yeah, it, like, sends them flying. Because they were on the curb. Yeah. Because they were broken now. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Clark beat them up. Yeah. So they put them by the... They, everything was by the curb. <laughs> Trash day I feel was... like the pile by the curb just got bigger and bigger throughout the movie. Do you know what also? The pile by the curb tells a story. It does. Like, the trash man seeing that's like, okay, so they got a burn chair, the, the Christmas yeah. decorations, there's, you know, the bottom of the chair's got, like, hair on it, like, what happened there? Yeah. Yeah. And it explodes, sends everybody back, and, like you said, the decorations go flying into the air. I, I was so surprised, I, I, there's a f- explosion again in this movie, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, we've already had a fireball, so I guess at this point. And then Aunt Bethany starts singing the Star Spangled Man. <laughs> I love this part. It's so funny. It's just, just like, and I think everybody just kind of like again just rolls with it. They all put their hand over their heart and yeah. start singing with her. And it's such an iconic uh, little scene in this movie where the the moon and the Santa sleigh goes like across it. Yeah, and like, they're like, all they're all like and the bombs, you know. Um, and at the end of it, she goes play ball. Yeah, man. And then she, like, like smiles and, like, cocks her head like she's, like... Accomplished. Like, mission accomplished. Yeah, like, yeah. so proud of herself. Right. And everybody kind of rolls inside, and after uh, a kiss with Ellen, Clark is outside alone with Snot, and last words uttered in the movie, I did it. <laughs> Which, what a, like... He did something. He did. And the end comes up. And, of course, the lights flicker. Look, the, the end doesn't even work. Yeah. And, because it's, like, lit up, like, Christmas lights, and then it goes, like, you know, it turns off. <laughs> the, the end, I mean. Yeah. Um, and the Christmas Vacation music plays again. Credits roll. Credits roll. Over the movie. 80s thing. I've talked about this. I kind of like yeah. that. Like, Ghostbusters, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. How it rolls and it shows all the characters. This just rolled, like, over the movie. Yeah. Kind of like Shawshank Redemption. That's what it reminded me of. When they're like on the beach hugging and then it's like, boom, the credits roll. I feel like it kind of did that in Die Hard too. They did. Because they were driving away in the taxi. Yeah. Or the limo. And yeah. the credits rolled over that. You're yeah. 100 right. Yeah. Kind of an 80s, 90s thing. Yeah. I like it. It's yeah, better it's than a black cool. screen. Like, uh, Oh, for sure. But it does fade to black after. So it, it keeps zooming out and it's just Clark and Snot standing there on the, yellow, on the lawn. What what it's not do to the squirrel? Did he like eat it and come back, or did he, he lose though. it and come back? He came back. It's a good dog. Yeah, yeah. What do you even mention where he was like he's hacking up a bone and the whole table's like, yeah, <laughs> and the whole table shakes. He's like he got it. Um. Yeah, and the credits roll. We kind of fade to black, and then there it is, the music playing again. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's Christmas Vacation. Movie's over. You got anything else? No. About the movie? <sighs> my childhood. <laughs> Your childhood. And, and Christmas movies in general. The, my favorite Christmas movie, as I've said. According to our listeners, it's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, according to them. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, you can't not watch it. Like, even if you don't watch it at Christmas, every Christmas Eve, I feel like if you're, like, sitting down, like, all right, I, I'm, I'm going to watch, like, a Christmas movie every night in December. 
Let's say you do that. Yeah. There's no way Christmas Vacation doesn't make it into your, like, plans. Oh, yeah. It's oh, going to be in there. It has to. And sure, there is a lot of other good ones that hopefully we'll cover at some point on the podcast here. Yeah. And years future. Christmas futures. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like this is a iconic one. Mm-hmm. What was your... Um, do you want to talk about the score and... Yeah, yeah. We can do all that. Yeah. And favorite... Like, role, like... Performance? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Um... Do you have a score yet? I have an idea on a score. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to do score or favorite performance first? Performance. All right. Do you have yours? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> you can go first. All right. Mine's definitely Chevy Chase. Okay. Um, I know, you know, but the rant scene for me was so good. The, um, just like the way he plays Clark, I feel like is very, um, like iconic at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's very... perfect i don't know that's i i can't think of a better word but it's like it's like a perfect performance for the character to the sense of like i couldn't see anybody else doing it hmm do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i couldn't see anybody else being like clark griswold at this point and if somebody is in one of the other movies i'm not watching it do you know what i mean yeah like, to me like that he plays his character like well enough that like he's him it's one of those things for me and i couldn't see like anybody else doing it I, just I agree. Think, I just think he plays him so well. Like I agree, and maybe that's just because like that's how he is, and it works well for him. It's because he's like kind of a jokey guy. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, like, yeah. I mean, just the the delivery on all of his lines. It's always with such ease. I feel like the way he delivers the jokes, they're always delivered like with ease. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no like. I don't know. Like, man, that didn't really fit, or he, like, the delivery was wrong. I never get that, like, watching this movie. I just think he does it all so perfectly. So, that's that's mine. <laughs> I think uh, Randy Quaid did a great job playing Cousin Eddie. Is that your favorite performance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. That's probably, like, that's probably my second. It's just such an iconic character, and he just does a, such a good job creating that, like, personality of eddie well and he's what a character that is you know yeah, right what a personality right yeah that's probably my second he cousin eddie is he's so good yeah yeah like people make a halloween costume off of him and stuff and apparently yeah. like he based a lot of his like mannerisms and different things off of like a real guy he knew growing up from texas or something like that and when i heard that i just made it even oh, more really like, huh that would be, like, some dude from Texas. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Who's, like, nicknamed Cousin Eddie or something like that, you know? Like, that's yeah. such a... Yeah. Or Crazy Eddie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, Kooky Eddie. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Um, That's probably... That's a good call. That's probably my second, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Also, Johnny Gluck did a good job. I like Russ a lot. Like we yeah. said, there's, like, some parts where you're like, whoa, Russ, like, that was funny. Yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like had there been, like, more of Russ, like, he might would have been it. But, like, yeah. yeah. He just... Do you know what I think you mentioned earlier? That vacation movie. I think the problem with it is is they didn't get him to play it. Why would you not have this guy who was Russ, who could now be aged to play someone's dad, not be Russ in a movie? Who's still, like, 
An actor. Obviously an actor. What? Yeah. That made no sense to me. I don't... I, I like Ed Helms, but Maybe why? Maybe he was, like, tied up with, uh... Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Like, I, contractually I, bound. I just don't understand why he wouldn't be Ross. I don't get it either. If I was a studio as well, if he was tied up with that, I'd wait till he wasn't and just delay the movie until he was. Because that would make it, like, so much better. I agree. I agree. Like, yeah, but... To me, like that would have made that movie better. But anyways, yeah, I feel like he has a very like I like Ross in this movie. He's yeah, funny. Same. Yeah. Also, kind of underrated performance, probably Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, 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 for sure. She plays Ellen, Ellen really well. She, I always love how like she's just unsurprised by everything Clark just does. Unfazed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, the the just for the acting point of view, the improv stuff that she did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. really like that's that's really cool. That's that cool. kind of. Honestly, that kind of, like, brightens her performance for me. Yeah. Like, I really like that. It's very cool. Adds another layer to it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I agree. She's probably my underrated performance, probably. But I would agree with you on that. So, Randy Quaid is yeah. yours? Yeah. Very cool. All right. I I see, I mean, obviously, Cousin Eddie's awesome. Like, I, I Yeah. And he plays him so well. Yeah. It makes complete sense. Um... So I feel like our scores are going to differ on this. You think so? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, then why don't you drop your... your you want to drop yours first? I can. All right. Go ahead. It's like... I guess I'll, I'll go with the seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with the seven. All right. That's cool. Because, like, I mean, I think it's like a, like a, a good movie. I... I don't know. Like I said, I think your your score is going to be a lot more. Uh, it's going to be a lot higher because I do think you're a little biased. It's not even biased though. It's just like when it might be biased. Maybe it is, but like I don't know. There's like those movies that you watched, and especially when you still watch them every year, it's like a tradition almost. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It holds like a special place in your heart that I like can't right. be like right. Not good. Right. But it it, it is good. And everybody, like, knows that it is because it's, right. like, a cult classic, like you said. It's not just me who's like, yeah, this movie's really good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people watch it year and year, again and again, for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies, like I said, if you're watching Christmas movies, you're going to watch this one. Yeah. Um, this movie is probably my top 20 movies, favorite movies of all time. Okay. Top 20, I'd say. And, and it's, like, it's probably one of my favorite comedy movies in general. Because mm-hmm. it's not an action movie at all. No. It's a comedy movie. No, 100%. So for comedy movies, definitely. Comedy's probably like top five. Movies of all time, 20, I'd say. Okay. <laughs> I don't want my, to block myself into a corner and people be like, all right, what are the 20? <laughs> like, come on then. Right. Because that's like impossible for me to do. Because I love movies, right. obviously. But uh, yeah, my score is a 9.5. Okay. I almost went 10. Wow. Nine and a half, yeah. I'll go nine and a half. Yeah, they differ a little bit. You said just seven? Yeah. Okay. Just, just, you said just seven. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if. Well, I didn't know if you went seven point five or seven point like two. I didn't know if you did point. That's why it's like no, just seven. no. I was actually thinking like a six point seven five. Yeah, okay. but then I was like, you know, no, nah, I'll give it a seven. Uh, may I ask why? Six point seven five was in the question. Um, like what's wrong with? Well, so just like I said, like the whole first part of like the. Other than them, like, actually getting the tree, but, like, the whole, like, part with the truck driving, and, I don't know, I just feel like the movie doesn't really start until, like, 
they get back to the house and even more so like once the family gets there and everything. Okay. Um I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I like, get you. I, I think it's a good movie. I enjoy it. I would definitely like recommend it to somebody, but it's not a movie that I watch and I'm just like blown away by. You know what I and mean? And I'm not saying it's like that for me. Right. Right. I know why your score is as high as it is. But it's not just that. I like just enjoy it. Like I just okay. sincerely just enjoy watching. That's, watch That's fair. That's fair. We don't I don't want to like write off like your opinion of it as a good movie. It's all nostalgic. Well, that, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's like it's also a thing of like I just like movies don't have to always like just like emotionally like shell shock you to your core that you're like in bed for two days because you're like emotionally like unstable like it's no i agree with you too on on that aspect yeah and i'm not saying that's why because i didn't have that from this i'm not saying that's why i gave it i just think it's a really fun movie easy watch it's i don't know and it's not just because i watched it a lot as a kid i just think it's uh really fun and my and it, it's i mean instead of like just uh, like this movie made me emotional level mm-hmm. how about just like i enjoyed it like is that like enough you know what i mean like i yeah. just think it's really enjoyable no i think that that's yeah like i think that's like a just a, a thing i can you can base a movie on like did i just enjoy it like i think sure. people need to look at that more more often than a lot of stuff like did i just have fun watching it like that's right. a big thing for me yeah like did it hold my attention was i like Constantly, like, yeah, I love this. To me, like, that's a big part of it. Like, I, was I just captivated, I guess. Not captivated, but, like, enjoyed. Right. My attention was, like, held, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, nine, nine and a half is definitely my final score. But yours was a seven. So, what's that, like, an 8.25 is what it averages out to? Yeah. But we can just go eight. It's all good. <laughs> we can just go we eight. We can do eight and a quarter. Eight and a half. No, eight and a quarter. Oh. Yeah. It's all good. Sounds better than 0.25. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's all good. All right. There's your final Cinderbro score. Eight and a quarter. <laughs> That's probably our weirdest score you've ever settled on. But we, they were vastly different, so. Well, I feel like we've had other, like, point this yeah, and no, that. Yeah, no. You definitely have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's your final Cinderbro score. And... I don't know what else. To th- I mean, I I'm so glad we got to do this movie. Yeah, it's fitting if you're trying to if you want to watch it in December. It's perfect time. Obviously, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's you'll still have a couple days by the time this episode drops. You'll still have a couple days before Christmas to get it in. Right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, you still got a couple days if you you know be like, oh man, I need to watch that. Yeah. So if you didn't watch it in preparation for the podcast, how's your chance? It's not too late. Yeah. And, uh, again, uh, make sure you're checking out with our Instagram, following with our polls and whatnot, because we're going to have some exciting stuff coming up in the new year that, um, you're going to want to be stay tuned for. Yeah. Not just episodes, some other stuff. So, please stay tuned. hmm And, yeah, I really enjoy doing Christmas Vacation. Another fun movie you don't have to really deep dive in. Maybe that's part of it, too. You don't have to like really yeah. think too hard about it. It's just a good, fun watch. Yeah, you, yeah, you just especially during Christmas time, you can turn your mind off and just kind of watch it. Exactly. Yeah. After I'll a hard day, you can be like, boom, like I just want to watch this. Yeah, yeah. 
And I really enjoyed talking about it. It's really funny. At least it always gives you a good laugh. Yeah. That's kind of it for me, too. I completely forgot to mention that. Like, I've never, like, how I'm in a bad day or something. Especially in the month of December, you can watch it. And <laughs> yeah, you, it makes you laugh, like, enough that it, it cheers you up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a good movie for that. Like, good. That's, what, that's comedy movies. That's what they're for, you know? Yeah. I feel yeah. like, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They say laughter is the best medicine. It's true. Yeah. I agree. But, yeah, so that was Christmas Vacation, and we appreciate you guys hanging with us and listening to this episode. Indeed. That was Christmas Vacation. I enjoyed talking about it. I love this movie. It was so It's so surreal to do a podcast about it, and I've been watching yeah. it for so long, you know, just so to deep dive in it and really share my feelings was really cool. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Once again, I really enjoyed doing this. really enjoyed it. And I want to take a second to also say thank you guys for listening. I know that sounds really, like, just duh, but, like, 2022 was the year we started this. Yeah. And this year's coming to an end. It is. So I just wanted to take a moment to really thank you all. Thank you very much. For listening. It was a great first year, and I can't wait to keep going. How about you, G? Same. (laughs) Yeah. Same. So you got anything else? Well, a, a few more things. Okay. First off, what are we doing next? We should probably drop that. Yeah. So we'll be returning of the week of, I think the Monday is January 9th. Yes. So the episode should be out by that Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so the 11th? 11th, yeah. yeah. So the 11th, the episode should be out. Um, to be ready for that, the poll will be out the week before. Uh, the Simmer Brothers are going to take a little Christmas vacation and New Year's break. Yeah. But you do as well. You guys sit back and relax enjoy the holidays. Um, we hope you guys get some much-needed rest and watch some good movies while you're at it. Mm-hmm. And so on that week we're coming back, we are going to be doing... Uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting smiling thinking about it. He's excited. I'm a little excited. Uh, we are going to be doing... Star Wars Episode 4, uh, A New Hope. That is our next episode. Yep. Um, oh, gosh. I, yeah. Prepare yourselves. There are going to be some long ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say I, I like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> Gary likes Star Wars. He likes Star Wars. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we are going to be, I'm excited to bring it to you guys here yeah. on the podcast. I know it was always in the books. You can't not, it was a, it was revolutionary for movies. Not just what did it like, was a movie nobody had seen before. It was also just revolutionary for the making of film. Did you say it was a book? No. Oh. No. Oh, okay. It was just so revolutionary that like. I thought you said something about the books. It changed movies like forever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nothing was done the same after those movies came out. No, yeah, revolutionary is definitely a So great you can't point. not talk about him at some point. Right. Speaking of my childhood and being near and dear, you guys haven't heard, <laughs> you haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm really excited to bring that to you guys in 2023, uh, week of January 9th. Uh, episode should be out on the 11th, as long as everything goes according to plan. If something does change, we'll be sure to update you on the Instagram, at Summer Bros Podcast, so do stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got anything else, G? 
Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Better say that one more time. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year, yeah. And we appreciate all the support. Yeah, we really, really do. Yeah, we can't wait to come back next year and... Bring more Cimarose to you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, So please, everybody, have a good Christmas vacation. (laughs) Yes. Have a good Christmas. Um, And uh, we'll see you next time. Right? Sounds good to me. All right. Later, everybody. Goodbye.